Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Risky Podcast. This week brought to you by Black Tux, Blue Apron, and Casper. Our fine sponsors. I kind of matched the Blue Apron. Uh, I'm Gus. Gavin. Blaine. Bernie. And Gus. I feel like we were just here. Oh, speaking of we were just here, we got to talk about uh, first week goals. How did we do? How did we fare? Well, we got the, we unlocked the Ruby uh, episode redub by Achievement Hunter. That was the 5,000 level. And that was, that was the last one we did. I think that was Thursday we did that. Nice. So we only have four days left to like double that amount. Unfortunately, we hit the 10,000 goal. <gasps> did we really? Yeah. And they didn't, I, you know what? I was in a meeting today and they didn't fucking tell me. Now I know why they didn't because... They were giving it to you to do this to me. I got it. I got it to air. tell you here on the air. Fuckers in they marketing. Hit, they hit the, the goal. Worst. You really didn't want that to happen. Oh, it's just like that thing is like. I it's asked. Just I it's, asked to them edit what, it is going to be a pain in the ass. First of all, you know, to get it to the where it's a releasable thing. I mean, you got to remove so, all the, the shards of glass from it. That's no skin off your back, though. You, you, you got an editor. It's a hundred. It's a hundred percent skin off my back. I'm absolutely going to edit that thing mm. before I hand it off to anybody else. So I don't know, uh, I don't think there's a, uh, a release date for it scheduled yet, but it, uh, it now has to be edited, like Bernie said. Working so on it. We're going to have to start working on it. Working on it. Okay. Well, that kind of seals the deal for what I wanted to do this week on my vlog, because I, the la <laughs> last week's vlog was like 20 minutes of Jesus. Gavin and I going to Special Olympics. Oh. It was great, though. It was like, it was so much fun, and uh, I, I couldn't find anything else to remove from that thing. So this week I'm going to go a little simpler, probably going to do like a... Q&A. So I love anybody... your laugh when I choked on my poncho. I was so fucking happy about that. I'm so happy Were about that. Were you guys in the Swiss Alps or something? We're in Austria. They some place with a goofy accent in, in high altitudes, right? Goofy accent. Goofy accent. What is what altitude. what is an Austrian accent, Blaine? A Schwarzenegger. There you go, brother. There you go. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ask me Arnold trivia. <laughs> what what language do they speak? Austrian. Double Dave <laughs> just followed me. All right. Yes, Austrian. That's is, what they speak. Is it? Yeah. That's not an accent. That's not a. No, it is. Is he fucking with me? Austrian. Is it? Is that? Is, is that a language? Yeah. See, you got confirmation. Is Patrick in on this? Because now I'm starting to think. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You're so insecure. No, I'm. I'm fine. Totally confident. I'm just gonna look it up real quick. It's not. It's not. I'm hearing from um, <laughs> the angel on my shoulder. It's not. Yeah, now we're fucking with you. All right. I, what think, they, I think they mainly speak German. German. Yes. Yeah. German. Okay. A little bit of Deutsch. Or a lot of bit of Deutsch. A lot of bit. Isn't that yeah. the same thing? No, wait, no, no, yes. never mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it, it is, is the yes. same. I thought you say German in German. Yeah. Okay. Not to be confused with Dutch. I feel like all eyes are on me and my ignorance right now. So let's just like that's, I mean that's kind of that's kind of what has propelled us for the last Yeah, we'll go back to talking about Arnold so you yeah, more comfortable. Eight or nine okay. years here. So this Saturday, speaking of eight or nine years, this Saturday marks our fourteenth anniversary. Of the company. For the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for you and me. Okay. That's that goes even longer. You winking at me was wink. not what I wanted on a Monday evening. Why why didn't you want to wink from Gus? Means he still cares. I'm just after I, 15 years. I, we, we drank last 14. night, and I'm I have to admit that I'm a little bit you hungover, a little bit hungover oh. today. Did you let go? me peel back the curtain a little bit on uh, how the podcast works? Go ahead. What time did I text you two asking if y'all could be on the podcast today? So I wait, I yesterday, waited kind of late. You, first of all, you texted us on Sunday. I texted y'all yesterday. What, right. like 11 a.m.? Do you want me to look? No, I got mine way later because yeah, that was I, the backup. I had to confirm. Well, no, you were actually the first. I had to confirm them first. <gasps> I was because uh, they might have been shooting today, and I was sure. tomorrow, yesterday at twelve fifty-one. Okay. Bernie did not reply all day. Then later that night, like at nine p.m., he texted me asking for someone else's phone number. 
And I was like, yes, I can give you that person's phone number if you tell me, can you be on the podcast tomorrow? So how about this? You texted me at 12.51 and I replied at 1. It's a pretty quick reply. Can you podcast I also tomorrow? offered to have sex with you. And then you were, <laughs> then you, you were like, come over. We're having fun. Then you like sent me a pin with your address. And I was like, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like I, I stuck to my guns and I wasn't going to invite Gus to this thing. And then I had to talk to him. So then I thought I should invite him over. This were, was you, like, were you getting that phone number so you can invite that other person? Probably. Who was so, the other person? <laughs> no, your business. What are, you, what are you in on this for? It was me, was it? I have your number, Bling. You don't think I have your number? I just got a late invite, so that's all I'm saying. One forty-eight is when you text me. Yeah, I don't know why. You, I don't know why you got a late invite. Sorry about that. You, you text me at four twenty and said, "Hey, drinks in my house, four thirty. Ooh, that she started at four. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You were and also then, uh, on the list of people not to invite. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> I was trying to, was trying to hold like, the line, but it took my niceness took over and I invited you. <laughs> Bling, you were not. You were. Why just, didn't you want to invite me? Eight forty-four. <laughs> Come over, pinned location, and I said, what's the occasion? Am I in trouble? And you sent me the blurriest fucking photo. <laughs> it's just oh. nonsense. Let me see what time, let me see what time I got mine. You got 844? Uh, so Ashley put, oh, Ashley put that thing together. 856, can I get so-and-so's number? And I said, if you tell me whether or not you can do the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> then he said, I can and fuck you in the butt. <laughs> see? <laughs> That's nice. I feel That's like nice. it was originally billed as like, oh, cheeky bevs on the roof. Until sunset, see you later. That's it what turned, it was. It turned out to be quite a heavy night. Yeah, surprisingly so. Yeah, yeah Lots surprisingly of, uh, so. Booze and someone started bleeding at one point. What happened there? Oh, didn't did Ashley like cut her hand or something? I no, I didn't know about that. Oh. There wasn't that many people there. How did I miss that? So someone like someone I cut skinned their hand. my knee like a ten year old somehow. <laughs> I had a skin knee. Do you really? Yeah, from that. No idea how I did it. It was good. Did it was you fun. fall off your bike? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was wearing shorts, so maybe that had something to do with it. Mm. But uh, Riot's in town, so she wanted to see Riot. Also, Colton is in town because we've begun production on Laser Team 2. So Colton Dunn, who plays Herman in the Laser Team franchise, he's in town. It was supposed to be drinks for like Riot and Colton being in town. Colton then couldn't come because mm. he had a personal thing he had to do. So he's like, yeah, he's like, fuck off. Yeah. So but we're, we're going to all figure it out. Next weekend, we're going down to Lockhart for barbecue. Nice. I, yeah. um, I was filming earlier today, and we were filming by the university. So you've been on set for yeah. Laser Team? Yeah, I was there. Gavin and I have not. Uh, you've already been in Laser Team 2? I was filming all, Laser Team 2 all day. I huh. came straight from there here to do the podcast. Is, that, is he trying to set a precedent for us coming in on Mondays and A doing the podcast? president? What? Precedent? <laughs> precedent? No, 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 no. no. I, I had to, like, schedule with them special so that I could leave uh. early. Um, but anyway, so we were filming out by Which, the by university. Which, by the way, they fucking hate. So yeah. anyway, go ahead. They, they're the one who scheduled me on a Monday. They well, you're going to work with Gus Rolla. Mondays. There's certain things that come along with Monday. It. Yeah. So we're filming out at the university, and uh, I got there fucking early. I was there, I had to. My call time was like at six thirty this morning, so I got there at six thirty, and like at seven they start serving breakfast at catering, and catering's like there's a big trailer that's set out with like kind of buffet style, like a table, and you go and they had like breakfast tacos and stuff, and I was there, and I was for, I was late because I had been in makeup, so I was like the only person there at the catering area, and I'm like going through and like making myself like a little breakfast taco, and then like this group of college kids come by and they're like. Is this food free? Oh my God. Can we just have this? Is this free? It's like they got their backpacks on like they're going to class. I was like, no, it's for the movie. Get out of here. Get the fuck <laughs> like, out, like, like you got a lot to learn about the world. Shoot, shoot. Get the fuck out of here. I was like, it's for the movie. They're like, we're in the movie. Like, no, you're not. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go to class. Well, you're in the movie and you're also security for the movie. Yeah, I was like, where the fuck, where the fuck is everyone supposed to be here? But yeah, so it, uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was fun to, uh, to be out there and, and see what was going on. Where, whereabouts on campus? It was close to, should I say? Uh, yeah, today's the only day we're filming there. 
You can, you can you, don't worry about it. It's just like college kids congregate in certain areas on campus and they hand out like food or they'll have bake sales and stuff like that. I'll so text you. I was assuming it was in that kind of region. Do you have your phone? Huh? Do you have your phone? Yes. Right, uh, that, that seems about right for college kids to come up and think that it's... No, I mean, I could totally see, like, when I was in college, I was like the same kind of thing where you see food and you're like, oh, maybe it's like a university-sponsored thing yeah. or, or something like that. Always hungry in college, dude. Oh, okay. Always hungry. Free stuff's the like, best. Like, just east of there, there's that parking lot? Yeah. Right there. Man, memories. Yeah. I, uh, we got, we had our anniversary party for Rooster Teeth and a big group went out to Liberty <laughs> um, or to 6th Street and uh, that night... I was so freaking drunk and Alana was in town and we ended up doing on this quest to find uh, ingredients for grilled cheese and what was macaroni this for? and cheese. Uh, it was just, it was, we were just drunk and we just wanted cheesy food. So, yeah. So we went and got grilled cheese and macaroni and cheese and we walked like all around campus and we went actually right by that place that you guys were at for filming today. So it's, it's fun. Did you get a grilled cheese? Fuck yeah. We made like, uh, like five grilled cheeses and some macaroni and cheese. It was really good. What's a grilled cheese? Grilled cheese is uh, grilled two pieces of white bread. Yep. Butter both sides. Uh, put one in on, put the cheese on top. What's the, the cheese? Say the cheese. What is the cheese though? Oh, I always use uh, Velveeta, Kraft Velveeta. Oh, that's not, that's good. Because it's it's just it's shitty cheese. It's not real cheese. Oh, but it's it, not even it close. It's plastic. Delicious. Yeah, it's like, and then you flip it a couple times. It's golden brown. Good to go. Yeah, you gotta. Uh, you have to use for grilled cheese. You have to use fake cheese. You have to either use Velveeta or American cheese. Otherwise, it tastes like dry. So, yeah. Yeah. Or like the grease separates out from like cheddar and stuff like that. It's just, that doesn't work. Do you guys remember there used to be like a grilled cheese restaurant over in the Triangle? Uh, was called the Cheddar Melt? Cheds? It was called Cheds. Cheds? No. Yeah. They have a brick and mortar over on was Lamar. It a, was it a trailer at the Triangle? No, it was like a Store? brick and mortar. Yeah. yeah. I guess they moved in. I didn't realize they were over there There's now. a famous one in San Francisco called Melt. It's like right across the street from IGN. Uh, that place and there's another one called like Schoolhouse or something like that in Oakland. Yeah. I've been to a couple times. Dude, grilled cheese places, like, they like mess with the, the ingredients and cheeses. Fucking good. See, that's the problem is that I only like the vanilla... Grilled cheese. Oh, that's I, so gross. Just like chocolate like, grilled cheese. No, you well? know what I'm saying. I want. This. <laughs> I want, I want <laughs> it's horrifying, guys. Is it like yeah. com- comfort food from your childhood? Well, like I don't want people that put tomato in it and all that. Oh, what? Fuck you know, no. They, yeah, they put stuff in it and then it's well, not grilled cheese good. anymore. There you go. See, it's one guy goes blah, that. and the other guy goes good. Well, Jeez. this is the guy who fucking you probably eat tomato sandwiches in the UK all the time. Love him. Tomato yeah. and cheese. Yeah, yeah. delicious. Dude, an English full breakfast just looks like it looks like an accident. You know, this like bloody delicious beans and great stewed tomatoes. Yeah. You don't have to eat all the bits. But why is it there? I always leave the mushrooms, honestly. The mushrooms are the best part. I agree. I like I mushrooms. I don't like cooked mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms either. I like them raw. I don't like cooked carrots. I love carrots. I, like I fucking hate Every vegetable's better raw. What if they're se- like sweet, no, though? No, Brussels sprouts are not better raw. No, sure. <laughs> they are much better cooked. You don't That's like good. sweet baby carrots? I like carrots, but I don't like cooked carrots. Right, but like sweet baby cooked carrots. What is that? That's, that's, a, that's, that's a English, English breakfast. breakfast. That's almost a full English. Yeah, there's that's a, there's I a tomato in there. I mean, typically you won't have chips with it. I don't know why there's what chips that guy. There. That's a guy that's drunk that went to the Golden Corral and was just like, I want a little bit of this. That'd, that'd, that'd be like a that. toast or something, wouldn't there? There should be toast. There should be sometimes black pudding. But what mm-hmm. you're looking at there is the best hangover cure. On the planet. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I mean, Migas well, tacos Greece. are pretty good too. I think mean, uh, like the traditional Mexican cure for hangovers are menudo. Menudo. Yep. What is that? It's like a, a stew that is, or kind of like a very thick soup, very hearty. That's made with like stomach lining and hominy, or like the prime. It's got carbs in it, dude. Also, it's like tripe. Yeah, yeah, stomach they make lining, those in tripe. It's all the same. To me, to me, it's the really best good. best cure for a um, a hangover is booze. 
No, I, I've never tried that. Pair of the Dog works. Jeff it, told it me. It does work. Yeah. It does? That, that immersion yeah. that you, all, you fuckers took me on yeah. taught me that Hair of the Dog actually works. Yeah. But yeah. it scares me, because that's like, I couldn't imagine cracking a beer and drinking a beer while hungover. It's no. like, that's the last thing you want. It seems awful, and it smells awful, and then you start drinking it, and you instantly feel better. No kidding. Yeah. That's a great way to develop a problem in your life, though. You yeah, know a, what I mean? A problem or a solution. <laughs> is there like a collective hangover from that though? Like aren't you just prolonging Wait, it? Yeah, maybe you should have a beer right now if you're still a little hungover. You can come down. I'm not I'm not hungover. I just like I have this I have a dullness the day after I drink. Mm. And also I got a little obnoxious, I think, last night. I kinda of crossed that line. What'd you do? Right towards the tail end. Well, Meg was particularly funny because we ordered uh You were having some sort of eating contest. We were, but she wasn't I was so drunk. We would have these pepperoni rolls from this this local pizza place called Double Days, which I discovered Meg, who grew up in Austin, and I've been here for now twenty two years. We both love this local pizza place, Double Days, and it's not. You're good. probably not a fan, it's right? Dog, no, Double Days is only good for pepperoni rolls. The, so the pepperoni rolls yeah. are what we ordered. We ordered three dozen pepperoni rolls. Did you have any of them? Uh, no, because they're all fucking gone by the time I got there. <laughs> Sorry about I, that. I didn't have one either. Yeah. So uh, so then I said, "Look, Meg, I got us a bunch of pepperoni rolls." She was like, "Oh, this is awesome," and then she ate one. And then, uh, for some reason, I asked her. I said I had already eaten two, and I felt guilty about. It. I go, I go. How many have you eaten so far, Meg? She goes, I've had, I've had three. And I go, you've had three. Oh, I can have another one then. She goes, well, if you're having another one, I'm having another one. She kind of goaded me into it. So then we got an eating contest. You could eat the most. But then I come to find out, or I realized this morning that I go, I just ate five. She goes, I'm already had six. She wasn't eating anymore. She was done. She just kept, <laughs> she just kept telling me. So either that I would leave her alone, or that she was just trying to see how many she could get you're me. You like to eat. stuffed in the sixth one. You're like six, and she's like, Yeah, I'm on seven. <laughs> <laughs> how many did you eat? And I like, she wouldn't even bother to get up and leave from her space on the couch <laughs> to like keep the ruse going. She was just knew I was drunk enough. She goes, no, nah, like, she as soon as I finished it, she goes, I just ate seven. <laughs> I go, oh shit. <laughs> I gotta get up and go. Who the fuck knows? I have no idea. Oh how my god. I, I, don't, I don't remember. It was such a heavy night for out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And we it was one of those weird nights too where we didn't drink all that much. Like I'm not out of booze, you know. There's still well, you did have a lot of booze. We did. We did. You had potential to for the fulcrum to be born. You didn't yeah, hit, you didn't hit the fulcrum level, but well, I actually kind of fucked up too because she started she planned this thing, and uh, I actually kind of woke up. I kind of grumped at her a little bit in the morning because we had we had a laser team dinner the night before at a place downtown where it was like all like the the what they call above the line crew, like writer director, you know, producers and stuff like that, and then the cast. We went out to dinner, and then the next day I come to find out Ashley had told Colton. At dinner, we'll have drinks tomorrow at our place at four. And I'm like, I'm like, I just I got shit I got to do. I was out of town all last weekend, you know. And uh, so, it, so she started four, but she started four for sunset. But it's daylight savings time. So I was like, the sun's not going to set till like eight, <laughs> eight thirty. Right. We got there at like almost five, and the sun was like way up there. Yeah, loads of sun left. She goes, no, it'll set at like six thirty or seven. I'm like, no, no, daylight didn't you check is. this? So it set. I tell you exactly what it said, Gus. According to the weather app, that's exactly what I'm doing. Seven fifty-two was mm -hmm. when it was supposed to set. So she, it was Ashley's fault it got heavy because she started us way too early, mm -hmm. and it was my fault that Ashley got drunk. What'd you do? I just challenged her to chug the uh, the remains of a Jack Daniels bowl. Oh <laughs> god, Jesus! She was like, "Yeah." That's how the cheese master was born. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Listen, I I don't. I'm not a jealous person, but I got jealous of Ashley and Gavin yesterday. Doing what? Because Ashley was doing something. Well, she was doing something that she does for me all the time. She was scratching your head. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Why is she doing that? I don't know. She just <laughs> whenever I whenever I come home, she just sits there and like scratches my head. That like, was really good actually. Yeah, I'd forgotten that that was happening, but it, you just brought it all back. That was <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. You're lucky. I know. I'm a lucky dude. Yeah. It's like uh, not like a head massage. She actually like physically like just like sits there and just goes. Joe the cat's also pretty lucky too. Then. Dude. Yeah. I mean, she did it to me. I think as a. Uh, she did it to me as like a, a thing of like treating me like Joe the cat, like she was doing it as a joke, and I was like, that feels fucking amazing. Keep going, keep going. Yeah. Was she yeah. doing everyone? What? Did she give give everyone a head rub? I didn't Dude, get a head rub. I, okay, so Blaine yeah. didn't get one, so apparently you, you one. were just a choice for No, me. I didn't. You didn't get one. Oh. I, also, I, I wouldn't be here today, I would have gotten fired if I had gotten a head rub. <laughs> I also, I also did not get head scratch last night. Not she even had after a with you, you fucking little... I got all the head rubs. You, stole, you stole the rubs. The, whole, the hand strength was gone. So was I just sat down receiving head rubs? Guess we're like standing up over on the other side of the roof. She was going to town on you. I, I definitely didn't ask for head rubs. Yeah, she kind of forced them on you. All right, we're gonna have a talk when I get home. We'll see. I mean, it's not like you'd ever want to turn down free head rubs. No. Nope. Why would you? Why would you? You're pretty drunk. Started spitting grapes in my mouth. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, I you do. To, okay. I tried to gauze a grape from my mouth into Blaine's. I was trying to arc it at first, and then I was no good, so I just was spitting them straight in at your face. And I was just like, ah. <laughs> No, you're like, try again, try again. <laughs> but at a certain point, there was spit on them, so you're like, basically spitting in my face with the grape hitting me, and I was, I was done with it, but it was like, principle. I was, to, I was trying to hold it in my teeth and then just like, thrust them in there, but one of them like, fully rolled back into my mouth. I was like, oh, oh, that one, this one's wet. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that, it, by that point, once you've had that many drinks, it's, you're just spitting. Yeah. Jason we Plant on Twitter just gave one of the best descriptions of Hair of the Dog. He said, hair of the dog, when you drink your beer, it's like in the movie Pleasantville when all the color starts to flood into the movie. <laughs> that's, that's how it feels. Hmm. I guess I'll try it next time. I just, I feel like I just barf. I haven't yeah, done I, that shit since I was college. really not up for it, but Jeff gave me a Jack and Coke one morning and it, it made it great. Hmm. Really? It just seems like, dude. Seems oh, like yeah. That is not... like... I told you, I never would have tried slope. it if it wasn't for that immersion. Like, uh. I don't know who discovered that. There was someone somewhere who was hungover and thought, I'm going to drink again now. Like I just need to drink the through the person. pain. Yeah. yeah. That, that morning when we did that immersion, Gus is talking about the immersion where uh, Griffin and I took Jeff and Gus out and we drank all night till like two in the morning. Yeah. Then we went home. We got them as drunk as we could get them. We went home. And then we were back out at like five in the morning and we went and got Gus and Jeff out of bed and then fed him a bunch of food because in video games when you eat food, it makes you feel better. So we just, and that pizza was like the worst pizza I've oh, it was, ever experienced. I would, I would call it pizza, like yeah. in air quotes. But they had everything. They had like we had ham, like all these foods you see in video games. Like, Should have had a full English breakfast. I don't oh. think I've ever seen that in a video game. No. Yeah, probably not. We could have a can of beans or something like that for modern day video games. But it, it's usually like the big ham with the bone in it. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like or a, a leg of lamb or a rack of lamb or something like we that. We had a big long conversation with ribs once about how nice cartoon food looked. Yeah, and how like a ham the off steak. of the bone. Ribeye steaks. Steak. Yeah, there's yeah. T-bones in cartoons mainly. Isn't yeah, it? uncooked. Yeah, yeah, T-bones, yeah. uncooked T-bones. I would always get hungry for them. And it's got like a, a sheen on it. It's like, oh yeah. yeah. So on Twitter here, uh, Bitmap Pixel is asking if you're back to wearing that Apple Watch. Oh no, it's it. a Fitbit. Oh Fitbit. No, I am done with my Apple Watch. So what, what I, happened? I, I said I got this. This is what okay. I'm doing. Didn't Fitbit what go out of business? Uh-huh. They got a uh, No, it was Pebble. Pebble. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, Pebble got acquired by Fitbit, I think, right? And then they're shutting down their operations, I believe. Dude, I've, got, I've got a lot of questions about my watch, too. This watch is, when Red versus Blue took off, literally for like the first seven years of the company doing well, I was still just like, I didn't really change a lot about my life on purpose. I didn't like, 
I still drove my same truck, you know, uh, everything else. And then this watch is the one thing that I bought for myself is this watch. This, you can see red and blue watch that I bought. I bought that. It was the one thing. And I've had it. So I've had it now. What? 12 years? What was the second point? thing you Something bought? Something like that. What's that? What was the second nice thing you bought? One of those really lifelike sex dolls. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I upgraded, I upgraded computer sex stuff. Doll? Yeah. Upgraded computer stuff. When did you get Maybe your whole... Maybe my Canon 5D? Uh, Maybe? Yeah, but that was like... That was later. That was later too, yeah. That was 2009. What, when did you get your whole movie theater projector set up done? Uh, that would have been when we moved to Austin from Buda. So that would have been like... Year six or seven because that around that time would have been expensive not so much anymore But you had it all done proper with like nice long cables and that. well We moved into a new we moved houses, so we moved to a new house. That's time to do it Yeah, and now it's like that 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 house has completely shaped my view on houses I that house was too big it was you know in, in Texas They have these big how lack squiff? of a better term McMansions, and it's just it's just too much How it's, big was it then when when I moved into my own place? But four or five years after that, um, I, that place was tiny. That the the place on Street was uh, was just tiny. Wait, probably, the... probably shouldn't have said the, the <laughs> address out loud, but I don't live there, so yeah. But it uh, it was that that place was like thirteen hundred square feet. The, the second place. The second place. Yeah, so your most place. recent place. My most recent place is like it's interesting the way it's laid out, but it's actually square footage wise not that big. Not the one that's up. High that we were at last night, the one before that. Yeah, the one I lived in for a long time, where we did Game of Thrones in the backyard. That was smaller. Is what you were saying? Yeah, that one's like thirteen hundred square feet. Is it really? Oh yeah, it was a hunting shack initially. That's what they told me. Huh. Ever tell about the story about the guy, the real estate guy, gave me the picture? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking crazy. He just gave me the house was built like nineteen thirty-two. Oh. And he's like, here's a picture of the house when there was nothing else around it. And he shows me his fucking picture, and it's a house in these fucking woods. There's trees everywhere. Well, the worst part about it is one of those thick <clears throat> pictures. It's so old. It's like the paper's super thick. Yeah. And there's this kid just like standing there by the front door like Fuck. this. And he's like got this look on his face like staring at the at the camera like this. I'm like, the fuck did you show me this picture? He died there. I know. The kid's dead. It's like, I want to make sure the real estate guy, I'm like, you, do you see the kid in this picture? Because <laughs> I'm kind of worried that nobody else sees him but me. So, old houses kind of freak me out, so, honestly. I like, uh, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but I like, Going to like open houses and looking at houses that are for sale in the wasting Austin people's area. time. Uh, yeah, wasting tons of people's time. <laughs> but there was this one I looked at a couple of weeks ago. It was a really weird house, and uh, it looked like they had built it over time, and like it was like different sections of house, and they had taken outdoor patios and like walled them in, and they were inside the house now. I was looking in the master bedroom, and I was like, oh, there's a there's a bathroom here, like an ensuite attached. Walked into the bathroom, and I was like, where's the toilet? Toilet was in the shower. What? what? It was like the toilet was right next to the shower. And I was like, well, maybe they have like a special container for the toilet paper. Nope, toilet paper was just like out there and like in the water. On a stand, like where you would totally get it all just soaked. Wait, so would the shower water go into the bowl? Could it reach? Pretty that? close. It was a little out of the range. So it's the idea you just, you never do them both at the same time. I don't know. Or you meant a shit and shower at the same I, time. I don't, How are you meant to wipe your ass I doing that? I don't know. I would, like I was left with so many questions. Even the real estate agent was like, "I've never seen this before." <laughs> <laughs> like she started taking pictures. One of my favorite things in Congress is uh, the Congress office that is now gone. Uh, it's now a hotel. The uh, the sh we had a shower in there, but there was a light switch in the shower. <laughs> Do you remember that, Gus? Yep. And it was, but it was all the way in the back, so you just like had to point the shower head straight down and hope no water got across. 
to the electrical light switch that was inside yeah, the shower. mostly safe. Mostly just, safe. You were just like moisture from like, you know, heat or whatever. Wouldn't that have touched it? I mean... You got light switches in your in your bathroom anyway. Yes. Oh, I, that's fucked. I ate shit in that bathroom. Go on. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Out we of doing, context, that is such a... We were doing some short, and I think I was talking to Nathan in the video. Yeah. But I'm coming out of the bathroom like I've been pooing. <clears throat> And my hair's all like messed up because he there's something about wind. I don't remember the video, but I was spraying the air freshener, but I was actually spraying it because it, it could show up on camera. So we did like four takes, and I was spraying the stuff everywhere. Yep. And then it was just landing and settling all over the tile right. floor. And then I went back in. I was like, eight knobs. Yeah, that did that the splits. It was when you like crush one of your own legs and saying you <laughs> ate shit in a bathroom yeah. could have gone a totally different way. No feces went near my mouth. That's what. Okay. Yeah. When he said it, I was I had to pause. I was just, uh, this weekend I was watching uh, Nathan's Vimeo channel with his brother David, and I was watching uh, Fiddlesticks. Remember Fiddlesticks? Yeah. The thing with the monkey? Yeah. Yeah, God, I was watching that, that stuff. Forever ago. Yeah, it, was, it was, seems like forever <laughs> ago, but it was 2009 was the really? date on that. And I was like, God, I thought that was like college when they did that stuff. But he would have been at Rooster Teeth by that point. Yeah. Yeah. When they were doing the Fiddlestick stuff. Weird. And then, uh, for those of you who don't know, Nathan uh, Zellner, who used to work with us for a very long time. Um, he was like, he was like employee, the first, like, he was like the non-original group to work with yeah, us. Yeah, like six or seven? Yeah, maybe? it was like employee number seven. And, uh... Finch's favorite. Yeah, don't even start. And, uh, he worked with us all the way up through, I want to say season nine-ish? Yes. Right? Yeah. Anyway, he, uh, he went on with his brother David Zellner, and they made a really tremendous film called Kumiko the Treasure Hunter, which if you haven't seen it, I've talked about it in the podcast before, but it's just, it's, it's an absolute it's work good. of art. Work of art, man. He was in town a couple months ago. We did a short with him. He was in a recent short, Nathan, which like, I was excited about because I missed. I my internship started after Nathan left, mm. so I was bummed because I didn't get to work. Has that with short him. come out yet? Oh yeah, 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 it's been out for a while. That was we shot that the uh, day after the election, so the onset vibe was a little little glum. What was the video? It was uh, Bernie was a hoarder, and he was hoarding a bunch of uh, random shit, and yeah. he was hoarding Nathan as well. <laughs> Oh. So. Nathan was in my pile of junk. Yeah. Let me. <laughs> he's, he's better than junk. Let me, let me read he's this okay. thing here. Go ahead. I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Black Tux. Uh, looking great for a wedding or special event has never been easier with the blacktux.com. With high quality rental suits and tuxedos delivered to your doorstep, the Black Tux is giving guys a new way to rent. And get this the Black Tux offers free home try on so you can see the fit and feel the quality of your suit months before your event. And the best part is it's completely done online, so no trips to the tux shop required. TheBlackTux.com lets you create your look or choose from tons of stylish selected outfits starting at just $95. These suits have a modern fit, are made from, Ital from fine Italian wool, the highest quality on the rental market. If you have questions or issues, their expert customer care team has your back every step of the way. After ordering, your suit will arrive 14 days before your event. That's full two weeks. Try it on. Make sure everything fits. If anything is less than perfect, the Black Tux will send you a free replacement right away. When your event's over, just drop off your rental back in the mail. Shipping is free both ways. How easy is that? To get $20 off your purchase, visit theblacktux.com slash roosterteeth. That's theblacktux.com slash roosterteeth for $20 off your purchase. Thank you for sponsoring this episode of the podcast, Black Tux. Seems like a, a great service. I wish that kind of stuff had been around uh, much sooner. <laughs> it seems like a no-brainer to me. I went to a formal event recently, went to the store, tried on a dress shirt, because I blow through white dress shirts. I think I have like two wears out of them, and then I throw them away. What happens to them? Whoa. That's awfully wasteful. They're like disposable. Well, I know, but like... Do you just muscle out of them and they get ruined? They get stretched out, they get all shitty, to the point that 
and, and they also get dirty because I'm a very sweaty person, so they get kind of dirty around the neck. Dude, and I just washing machines have been around a long time. I know right? it's just it's just so much effort. And like by the t I, I put it in my closet after the event, <laughs> and it just kind of hangs out there. And then by the time I'm like ready for a formal event, it's like the day of the formal event, and I'm like, fuck, I need a white shirt. And I could either like go and get that one clean and potentially it not look perfect, or I could just go buy like a crisp clean one from the store. So I always just buy a crisp clean one. Yeah, but then well, you how much do they shirt? cost though? It's like I mean, you can get a decent one for like 25, 30 bucks. Oh, okay. Well, that's I don't like wearing a shirt without washing it first. But if you look crisp and clean in these new shirts. Well, anyways, I got one. Do you own an iron? Uh, I do. Do you ever use your iron? Yeah, but it's for shirts that have color. With the white ones, the sweat stains and shit like that. It's like it looks brown and gross. What does that have to do with an iron? I can stain. I don't th I, Blaine, I don't think of you as a sweaty person. I think, you know. Definitely think you're gross in specific ways, but sweaty is not one of them. Thanks, I appreciate that. Well, anyways, no, I don't think of you as sweaty. Do you think of him as a sweaty guy? No, not no. at all. I but I bought a shirt. Oh, well, I tried one on. It fit, and I looked at that specific tag, and I was like, okay, I need to match this. I found another one that was in the stack that was folded because I wanted a crisp one, so I left the one that I tried on like unfolded in the tryout try room. <laughs> but like it came back to bite me more. because the day of the wedding came, and the shirt sleeve came up to my fucking forearm. Just roll so it up. I was like, well, but I had to wear a suit jacket over, so then I was just like, well. Shit. So then I, I did like immediately as soon as yep. the reception started. I would have on. severed the sleeves at the shoulder. Oh, and just owned and it. Then, no, no, no. Like country man? jacket on, and then slide the cuff down to. Oh yeah. But then I would have to have be on, have my jacket on the entire night. They'd hulk That's out right. of it. But then it would have been cool. I would have, but they, they probably would have thought I was a stripper. Insanely uncomfortable too to have this sleeve like constantly sliding down inside. <laughs> like a rubber band. Yeah. yeah no. It. I used to have a. I used to have like jumpers that didn't have shirts under them. They would have cuffs and collars. I remember that. Yeah, you showed me one of those. <laughs> but ones. no shirt under jumpers so, that didn't have shirts under them. What do you mean? So you could be cool, but look like you're wearing like a sweater, a, yeah. a huh. sweater over a shirt. You're, Apparently Elise is a sweaty person too. I discovered that on my week of funhouse videos that I did with them. Elise is sweaty. I'm not saying I was sitting with Elise and I'm like, oh, she's sweating a lot. She just kept mentioning the fact. Like in videos, <laughs> she's mentioning the fact that she sweats through the pits of her t-shirt every time she plays Google Trends because it makes her so nervous <laughs> when she plays that game. So oh, man, it was so much fun to shoot with those guys. I spent a week with them, almost two weeks when we launched Funhouse. And uh Bruce was like, yeah, you haven't been back since. You've got to come back. So I went and did a week with him, and it was those shows are still coming out. You so went there specifically it. to do that? Yeah. What? Did you just go there just to hang no. out with the guys? No. Oh, uh, I also I went for that podcast. I went. I was invited. But yeah, I mean, we worked it out with Bruce. I would say, yeah, we did. I was going to make a trip just for that. Mm. And, uh, and quite frankly, I'm always looking for an excuse to go to L.A. during the week, it's you fun. know? Because um, my kids are in school, so it's like if I'm going to go and take a trip, I'd rather do it during the week than on the weekend. Um, Let's go to Hop Dottie. I go eat a hop dotty too, because there's no line. But uh, then I got asked to go on the Tom Arnold podcast as well. And I thought, what the fuck, I'll go on the Tom Arnold podcast. That sounds cool. That was awesome. I don't, it hasn't come out yet. They haven't asked me to promote it. Uh, it'll be out in a while. But it was, dude, it was, it was easy to talk to. It was funny. It had a Wait, lot of cool Schwarzenegger stories, Blaine. You realize? realize waiting yeah. to put podcasts out. What? Building a back catalog and waiting to no, put podcasts know, right? out. Amateur. Well, there's no evergreen content in our discussion, I don't think. I mean, there's no uh, timely content. I, I was going to say, like, you couldn't be topical if you do it that way, though. So I, I like this way. Yeah. We're talking about the things that matter and, flying when, by, they, and flying, when they matter. Flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah. What have we talked about today that's topical and relevant? I talked about a party uh, that we had last night. That's true. Our anniversary topical. coming up this Saturday. Yeah. It was pretty timely. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it, seems like, it seems like the last half of March is taking forever. 
Like, don't I wish okay. the month away. It's, it's good that everything slowed down. I agree. I agree with you. you like it, it's, a, it's a science thing. The Earth has actually slowed down. <laughs> how much? For the second half of March. Is that what it is? Yeah. Super I mean, we saw how long it took the sun to set yesterday. It was a long time. It was, you know, the 20 dreams, apparently. Perception of time is, is so interesting because when you're having fun, it goes, it doesn't just like double. It goes like seven times faster than boring time. It's weird. Yeah. Even though they're the same amount of time, like an hour is an hour, always. Like if I ever try to reconstruct, and I do this when I tend to drink, like what did I do? And I was I was there four hours. How did I spend four hours? Because I know I talked to this person, and then I talked to that person, and then I talked to this other person. That's three people I talked to. That took four hours. Well, you just got to remember all. You got to do really memorable stuff. Like I know I got rubs. I know I. Spit, you didn't remember though. Until... I know I spit grapes at Blaine's mouth. I remember that. <laughs> Sounds like a blast. I'm sorry, I missed it. <laughs> Would you take a grape from my mouth? No. Bet you would. If we did, if I'd have invited you earlier in the day, what's the likelihood you would have come? No. Really? I I had, I was I was really tired yesterday. Okay. That's why I had to unwind. Were well, I've just now I'm before? like oh for like twenty at this point. I, I like I, I, got, I get a, the I last got a bad time streak going was inviting you places. New Year's Eve, twenty fourteen to twenty fifteen. You were gonna go to New Year's this year, and you you just didn't even you bailed out this year. Yeah. I mean, I even texted you like two days before. I said, "Are you still coming to New Year's at my house?" This, this I think even when I went to New Year's at 2014, 2015, I left before midnight. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the year you were a, a drunk vampire. Oh my god, that was terrible. Oh. Yeah, I get, I get, drunk, I get drunk once once a year. I wasn't a vampire. I was a spy, and that's how I was invisible. That that's, that you had another contest with Meg at that one. You were having like trying to make her drink stronger, and then you were trying to catch up with her on drinks that night? Yeah, I don't think it was. I think I was just like pouring booze into her drink the entire night. So, because we had a bottle of... It's like every time there's a party we all drink, you have a, a goal that doesn't make any sense, but involves Meg in some way. No, well, this one this one was a very specific goal, because I forget what we did. Oh, <laughs> I remember what it was. It was one of the first times Ashley ever came to Austin, and Meg, Gavin... Ashley and I decided to go out and go to putt-putt together, and we were gonna have bevs and get kind of drunk. Oh, Except yeah. Ashley got <laughs> fucking hammered. She hit more balls <laughs> in on other holes than the ones we were on. She was teeing off. Like, she would put the ball down and do a full Holy swing. Crap. Oh, God. And, and she, it was, we, I was trying to calm her down, and Meg was like, I guess we really, it was one of the first times everyone had been in one place at one time. And Meg was like, dude, you are super patient. Because I was like, good shot, Meg. <laughs> like, she, she was like blasting it, it was bouncing off the frog's eye and going into the other set of 18. Ended up in the parking lot of the McDonald's. And I was like, okay. But for that night, the, the, the reason we all got drunk is, is Meg, or why Ashley got drunk, is Meg chose the drink for that evening. And do you remember what that was? No. It was cotton candy vodka. Barf. Or it was cotton candy or whipped cream vodka. They had like birthday it vodka. Cream. It was whipped cream vodka in Diet Coke. So it tasted like vanilla Cokes. Mm-hmm. And Ashley really liked that and just pounded so much of it. But fast forward a few years later to New Year's Eve, not, not like six months later, I still had a bottle of this whipped cream vodka. So I was just trying to get Meg to drink the, the rest of it. So I didn't have this cheap sorority girl vodka <laughs> sitting <laughs> in my house. This sounds familiar. Haven't we had this before? Probably. We've probably had it since. Yeah. You're thinking about Whaler's Rum. No, no. Wh- I'm, I'm not thinking about Whaler. I, I, I'm not really thinking about whipped cream vodka. Yeah, Cabana Boy. Yeah, they used to be Bernie's favorite drink. Do they even still make that? Cabana Boy Rum? I've looked for it and I can't find it. 
Cabana Boy, it's a, it's a vanilla rum. It has a shirtless dude on the, on the bottle. Gus, yeah, you have you the target market for that? They would make, would make fun of me relentlessly. For yeah, that. but no, I can't, I can't make fun of you after uh, Jessica brought her rum and uh, Malibu and orange juice, dude. Rum and orange juice. A yeah. splash of pineapple. Yeah, Dan's go to drink is Malibu and pineapple. Wherever he goes. That must be a pain in the ass because I feel like not every bar has pineapple juice. He gets it a lot. No, I think they do. Lot. I think they do. And Malibu's pretty standard now as well, I think. Yeah, I think Malibu you can get just about anywhere. It's, yeah. it's not too hard to get a, like a white Russian. Moscow I, mules are a pain in the ass to get at bars. Nobody has a ginger yeah. beer. Sorry, controller oh, my mic. Sometimes they don't have the copper mug, but. Yeah. Ah, I go to Dives, you know, though. Who does have copper mug? I never have them there. I have a copper mug in my house that's Gavin's mug. Well, no one else is allowed to use it. I didn't it. get to use it much last night. Why? Well, because Meg took it. And was drinking cherry coke out of it, and then Ashley sprayed raid in it. So, Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's right. When she sprayed raid, I forgot about that. Yeah, she's a menace. There was like one hornet or something flying around, and then she was just like, <laughs> like oh wind my god, blasted everyone. Went in my mug. I still drank a lot out of the mug after, but it wasn't ideal. Yeah, she was. She was not really considerate with the raid. She really thought, hates those wasps out there. I thought she cut herself and bled all over her dress. I don't remember that. She I, changed. I, I know she changed out of a. Clothes. Yeah, she did. She did. She had that pretty white dress on and she changed out of it. When I showed up, and I she didn't... changed in full sight of everyone too, which was weird. Man, that's weird. <laughs> we'll give him head rubs. <laughs> it's funny the way that works. I think she was gonna let me in initially because I think I think I get invited to things now because of my girlfriend. It's probably the same reason that John gets invited out. It's because people want to hang out with Riot and not John. <sighs> but uh, she she just didn't see that Alana was there and she was like, Where's your girlfriend? And I was like, oh, I just took her to the airport. She's like, oh, okay. It just like let me in. I was you like, should go oh, back to the airport and make sure she took off. What do you mean? I'm pretending to be Ashley. So oh, I'm like, can you yeah. leave now? Yeah. God, yeah. it's funny. I got it. I got it. Sorry, I Blaine. I didn't <clears throat> it's all right. You're too quick for me. You're too, you're too insecure, Blaine. They wanted to hang out with you. Uh, You don't. Last time I hung out with you was like, uh, aside from Brandon. I said wedding. they wanted to hang out with you. I didn't say I wanted to hang oh, out with okay, you. Oh, okay, okay. Do you, have you ever invited Blaine over for uh, no. like Korean steak? And no. I have no idea where he lives. I think I might have an idea where he lives. Because we have this discussion all the time about who Gus is invited over. It's nobody. I got it's invited you. over in 2012 and never again. It was. So I must have made a pretty bad impression. Is that his current place? No, it's the old no. one. It's the worst. I accidentally yeah. followed you to your house once because it was en route to another place I needed to go to, and it was the most uncomfortable thing ever because I was just like, he thinks I'm following him home. He thinks I'm following him home. <laughs> Blaine, what the hell's wrong with you? I just, you, I just you did think... this the other day when you were walking by my house. You're like, oh my god, oh my god, what if he sees me walking by? I was going to text you and tell you, hey, I'm walking by your house, but it's not to <laughs> walk, walk by your house. By the house. <laughs> but it's just like, if you saw me, I want to prevent that awkward situation. Blaine, it wouldn't be awkward. Hmm? You're the one making it awkward. Look who's talking. No, I'm, I'm, that's awkward. why you should listen to me. I'm the authority on making it awkward. Okay. All right. Look how depressed she is. When was the last time you went to Gus's house? Me. Oh. When he broke into my house for the immersion that we yeah. keep talking about. <laughs> I mean, literally the last two times I think I've been at Gus's house, I broke in for an immersion. Yeah. And the other time I was outside of his house by his bedroom window trying to get a DS signal. Oh, yeah. For that RT life when, I was, when I was street passing him all the time. And that was that literally those. <laughs> that's the last time I was at his house. Was making a stupid video in his front yard, dude. Arm pranks the best, Bernie. Arm pranks the best. How you feeling? What's going on? You got some in the works? Not what you're talking about. I haven't, I haven't. We haven't been on the podcast with me since the Chris video went down. Yeah. Oh my god. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, for you. I'm, I mean, my heart race is still thinking about it. People were talking about your performance and stuff like that, but I don't think they understood. Like, you went into that, and I was like, "How much do you want to know 
about this prank situation. I'm talking about Chris being pranked by those like right dudes in like spy outfits or whatever. Spy uh, outfits. Or I don't know, Ghost Recon. But uh, you didn't want to know a lot because you wanted to have like genuine reactions and stuff. Right. It, it was fucking scary. Like, like I didn't know. I didn't know there was going to be that explosion, whatever that was. The flash. But I knew something was coming. And basically, the way Blaine described it is, you're going to go in, you're going to do this, he's going to hand you something, make sure that you take it and put it in your pocket, make sure Chris takes his and put it in his pocket. I was like, okay, the fuck is that? And then he goes, and then uh, a while after that, you guys just have a conversation, and then there'll be, there'll be an event. And I go, well, what's going to happen? He goes, you'll know when it happens. <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> he just said, you will know when it happens. I was like, okay. Yeah. Until so we went in, and that's what happened. They cuffed you and took you away, too, right? Yeah, dude. I was just... I. I I I kind of lost it a little bit. Like I got kind of angry with those guys and everything else. I just uh, it was it was intense. It was you got really, angry. Yeah, just like they were asking me questions and stuff, and it's I just had a visceral reaction to them. Like but really it wasn't me. real. I know. What do you I mean know. You got angry. But it was like the guys come storming in. They have fucking guns and they're pointing them at us or near us at least. Yeah. Well, they I, were. I get mad at people who point guns at me too. Right. They didn't. So I didn't. We didn't them. let them point it at Chris. Like people needed to understand that Chris was like totally safe the entire time. But like you guys, since you were aware of it, they were more. They could play with you more. Oh yeah, and we were. I was worried about. Uh, I was worried about Chris's reaction. Yeah, we all were. You know, we, we were even gonna do like an original pass at the prank where it's like they take you to the other room. And we heard gunshots from the other room. Yeah, we were gonna have squibs, and I was like, we would break Chris. Like we we might irreparable damage to his psyche. Did the first did you have pitch? a medic on hand just in case? Oh, like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We right. took every precaution. There was people that had worked on like Jackass and uh, just like all those like prank shows. Plus those guys went through a door. I mean, they I mean, they literally came through a door. It was a stunt door, but yeah. I mean, it, they just fucking shattered it. Yeah, it was crazy. And the, uh, um, the other thing about it too was, I mean, Chris could have like gotten up and like run into a wall or something like that. I just, that who knows? That would have been hilarious. It would have been funny. Well, but he, he instantly <laughs> wanted to get on the ground, but I, I told him if he goes to the ground, you need to bring him up because we need to see him for camera. Gotcha. <laughs> so then they're like, get on the, the, the couch. And he was like, ah! and he like, he, that his thumbnail's in, great. His instant reaction was to just like hide with you, like yeah. basically cuddle you. <laughs> Poor guy. He oh. gave me a head rub. Everything was fine. <laughs> the, the first pitch of that too was, they throw us in a van mm -hmm. and they go. We go out to the desert or something like that. With bags of you guys' heads, and then they pull us out in the desert and do the reveal out there. But they weren't. I, the first pitch was like it was just they were they weren't military guys. They were just kidnappers basically. Mm -hmm. But then it didn't make sense for what we were doing for. What if Chris had admitted something to you that he couldn't take back? No, in that's that what moment? I. That's the, seriously, yeah, man. like I. That's what I, I hate a, about I hidden have a crush camera on stuff. Ashley, I love her. That's what I hate about hidden camera stuff is that if you do hidden camera stuff, who knows? I mean, who the fuck knows what could happen? Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. Who knows what's gonna happen? Listen, what would happen? Listen, or, or I, I have conduct business in my office that nobody wants to see, or office. even like the more benign one, like sending emails or messages as a person to another person. Yeah, like you don't know what that reaction is going to be. You don't have any control over that. No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Like if I logged into your messaging account and they started sending messages to like female employees like uh, well no i mean we, we wouldn't get to that point but uh yeah that was that was a fun prank i i feel really bad for chris but he was uh he was he was fine by the end of it i'm glad it's over glad the prank cycle is done yeah totally Every, over. everything is complete it's all done all good things come in trilogies nope it's you want to prank us no I've, I've been I've been out of this. Alien Three wasn't very good. I really I can't There's really. Been more since then. I didn't want to be involved with the Ghost Recon one, 
But I have to admit that I was very involved with the Star Wars one. Like that was when the Ghost Recon one first came out. You said repeatedly you had nothing to do with the Star Wars one. What I did, Re did I? right? Repeatedly, he was like, I had nothing to do with it. I was an innocent bystander. They looped me in for some reason. It was my idea. Right. Yeah, you're the you're the mastermind. So no, not the ma don't say mastermind. Don't say mastermind. Well, Chris, Chris, yeah, he was the one that really led the charge. But oh uh, my gosh, he took it. He took it and ran with it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I don't want to do anything about it. All right, let me uh, read this thing right here. I want to talk to you about something when you're done with this. All right, I want to talk to you about something too. I'm talk about the United flight. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. But first, Ooh. I want to remind everyone this episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast is also brought to you by Blue Apron. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Choose from a variety of new recipes each week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives fresh to cook or they'll make it right. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has... Several delivery options so you can choose what fits your need. There's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Slash roosterteeth. Yeah, Say repeatedly, I love this service. I absolutely, I think it's a great thing. Even at the end of the day, after having been at work all day, it's like a good way for me to like, I don't know, like it's a, it's a way to unwind and just like decompress and think. Like you just focus on making your dinner, and then the food's really good. Um, yeah, I'm gonna mess up. While you're signing up for that, I'm gonna ask these guys something. Did y'all see that um, that thing over the weekend about that type of paint called Vanto Black? Oh my gosh, I saw that. No, no, what is that? It's a type of paint that apparently absorbs like 99.84 percent of light. Oh, I have seen something similar to that. I didn't know it was a paint, though. Yeah, so they can apply it to different objects, and when you look at it, like in a photo, it just looks like that object's been photoshopped out. Oh my god. That's a basketball painted in Vanta Black. Yeah, that's Bullshit. a picture. Bullshit. Prove it. That's, that's a not, picture of a real-world object. That's not real. I would have to see it in motion. You haven't seen that before? I mean... Just, I feel like I've seen it in a mug or something, but it was... Yeah, or they had it on paper, just like a piece of paper that was, and then when they I was, crumpled I was, the paper, you couldn't see the crumples. Oh, there's like an example. Of the, oh, that one, that's... Screen helps see it a little bit better. That one's so dark. I was going to say when you were describing, it, I was like, "How does it show up on camera?" And then yeah, it, it doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> so uh, what? Huh. Who who made this? I, I'm assuming this is for military applications. It's for uh, yeah, telescopes and satellites. Is really the only application right now. Tele Apparently, it's very fragile and it breaks off very easily. Mm. How does it do it? Though? Does it just like take in light and then like reflect it all internally into itself? It's, I, I'm not proclaiming to be an expert on it, but apparently, it's yeah. black carbon nanotubes. They just stand up, so all the light gets uh, sucked into them, and uh, it's it's very fragile. It breaks off, it flakes off very easily, and you can't buy it. Well, you license it from the company that produces it, mm. and I'm. They won't say how much it is, but one article I read said that it's more expensive per ounce than gold or diamonds. Wow, can we paint a person with it? I wanted the reason I started looking into it is like I saw that I was like it would be really cool to have something painted with it a for car. the podcast, but it's just way that'd too expensive. be that would be a way to one up the. Uh, Cell shaded Tesla would be an invisible, well, not invisible, but just like black as hell <laughs> Tesla. You can't do like any sort of motion with it though, because it is so fragile. Like, say I were to wear a suit covered in that, it would just chip yeah, off. Yeah, I think as yeah. you moved or as anything or it touched flex it, out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You would flex, you'd totally break out of it. It'd be the most expensive flex ever. <laughs> Can't you flex out of it? Uh, but they can just throw it away and get another one. 
That's okay. It'd yeah. Be good. So you were talking about like how you'd get like a sweat ring and you throw it away. Mm -hmm. Do you remember like when there was like a big deal in I think the early '90s when detergent commercials made a big deal out of ring around the ring collar? Ring around the collar. Yeah. You don't ever hear about that anymore. No. It's like we we have solved ring around the collar as a problem. There's a couple things yeah. you don't hear about too much anymore, like acid rain. What's well, because solved? Like you don't hear about that. Why would you hear about ring around the collar if it's solved? I know that's what I'm saying. Like detergent has evolved and now we don't have that. But people don't. People would still get it though. Acid right? rain, you're right. I feel like I haven't heard about that since like late '90s, early 2000s. So Acid rain and killer bees. Killer yeah, Africanized killer bees. They were gonna come up and gonna overwhelm the United States, and it'd be killer bees everywhere. And now it's like, we gotta get more bees. Yeah. Where are the bees? Where are the bees? How? What happened? The killer bees like, killed them. Come on back. Bumblebees. We'll let you are... kill a couple people. Bees. <laughs> I feel like giant earthquakes in California, specifically Los Angeles and San Francisco. I. Feel like those stories were pretty crazy, and I don't hear about those quite as much. Well, they're kind of centered around earthquakes, typically. I mean, that's usually the way that goes. Mm. And there hasn't been an earthquake, so they're not just going to run a story about an a, earthquake. a giant earthquake that didn't happen. All right, touche, touche. <laughs> so, combining the last two things we talked about, uh -huh. if there's an earthquake and it shakes like a beehive, do the bees come out all angry and start stinging people? Like, do they start stinging the ground? They Probably Africanized in the hole. <laughs> Yeah, it would be a weird thing for, you always hear about animals knowing that an earthquake is coming and they freak out and they run, but what if it made animals go crazy and they started attacking yeah. everything well, Like an them. elephant in must? Go ahead. Yeah. Elephant in must. <laughs> is it must? Is that what it is? What did, what did I say? What did you, you said must, right? Yeah. I've never heard must. I don't know. Elephant must? Yeah, like M-U-S-T-H. Like M-U-S-T... Yeah, it auto-completes at least. Elephant must. I feel like it's a thing, I just don't know what it is. It's where they start like jizzing out of their ears like some waxy goo. You are and correct. And they go ape shit. Really? Yeah, like uh, an elephant will attack its owner of like 20 years. Oh. And what, it, like what causes it? It's a tremendous testosterone uh, spike. It's a periodic condition in bull elephants characterized by highly aggressive behavior and accompanied by a large rising reproductive hormones. Testosterone levels in an elephant in must can be as much as 60 times greater than in the same elephant at other times. Are you in must right now, Blaine? It's just like shit flies out of my ears. Yeah, it's like they'll just turn into killing machines, like crushing everyone and everything they can Sixth. get. And then it's right cool. afterwards, it'll cool down. They'll be like, I'm an elephant again. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah. And people have been brutally murdered. I mean, I've seen elephant attacks. I didn't know that's what caused them. So there's a sudden, do they know what causes the rise in testosterone? They don't know if... The rise in testosterone causes must, or must causes yes. the rise in testosterone. What comes out the ear? Steroids. Oh, I thought you were doing something with your like lap. Uh, Earwax. They gotta get a Q-tip. Some goo. It's like fires out all the shit out of their ears. What's, uh... So if every cathartic. elephant on the planet did that at the same time... Sounds cathartic. That'd be something to worry about. You like so, rise of the planet of the elephants? <laughs> yeah, they just go crazy. What about, uh... Well, I'll ask you, Blaine, how much, how much testosterone can you inject before it's dangerous? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, funny joke. <laughs> what, uh, like, what, doesn't give you tits? Uh... No. Well, sort of. Like, it, that's like how... steroids will help you make you... Because I think it causes imbalances in hormones. Right. But doesn't taking testosterone make you com combat it with... Right. That is correct. And your body reacts. You it's not, it's not the testosterone doing it, your body's reaction to it. Which I get technically is caused by the testosterone, but it's two different things. So We, we need more like bath salt type things. Because those, are, I think, are always the interesting stories. Like people, people that eating faces? People that just go... Well, I mean, that's sad if you put it that way. But like people that just go fucking... Crazy. What is bath salts? Is it literally bath salts? No. No, they just call it that. I don't think there's actual. I don't think nothing, anything happens from bath salts. What is bath from, salts? Is it. What is it? Uh, like, what class of drug is it? Crazy. Like a crazy like drug? Amphetamine? Like, so, yeah, some kind of 
amphetamine. What are bath salts? Okay. And then they eat people's faces on it. That's so weird. Oh, there's, there's, there's that, uh... <gasps> that's so weird. It's a video of the Vantablock. So what if they shined a light on it? The light well, shining on it right, right now? now. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Well, like uh, directly from the lens for it to bounce right back. It just wouldn't. I don't know. Can you imagine like hiding in someone's house covered in that like, stuff? <laughs> Why is that what you think? Because <laughs> it'd be funny. Really like creepy. I imagine Gavin coming home, long day at work. Meg goes to bed. He's just sitting on his couch. And then I just go like, Ma! <laughs> but I would see you because you'd stick out like a sore thumb. Well, no, it's it's dark because you're watching television. Oh, okay. So. That'd be perfect for a for a projector room if, if the, all the walls were that. Oh, oh, that'd be pretty crazy. The reflection, sometimes in a bright scene, it will light up the walls, which will then cause the image to become. I've been in milky. rooms though where the sound dampening is too much. Hmm. And it's, it's, <laughs> Did it's... you see that clip of the guy in that anechoic chamber where yeah. it's like the zero sound and he pops a balloon? No. It's just like. <laughs> that's what it yeah. does? Really? No, it's like the barely any sound because oh, it doesn't that's bounce amazing. around. So it's just like. <laughs> I imagine clapping would sound weird too. Do you think like, that. <laughs> oh, flesh meat yeah. bags. We should try and play that balloon video because it's, it's really lackluster. Do you think that there's other rooms that are like that sound room where it like is devoid of all sound to where like it will overwhelm a sense? Like, do you think that there's a room that exists that if you sat in it, it would overwhelm your sense of like vision or something? Well, that's that's what they say about is this, this is that uh, this anechoic chamber. We were going to do a podcast in one, but it was uh -huh. very expensive to get the room. We were just looking in the wrong I place. I think it was the noise floor in there was something like negative 30 decibels or something. I don't really know how decibels work. I don't know. It's either. like a mult, it's like a factor of, it's not just a it's, scale. But people it? can't it's like spend a long height, right? Yeah. Supposedly oh, people can't spend like a long period of time in there, 40 minutes yeah. for instance, because the, the sounds of their body overwhelm them. Like they can hear their guts moving and their heart beating. Blood. It's so gross. Yeah. I freak out when my stomach is like, But, but Fahrenheit is the same. Like the difference between 20 and 40 is the difference between 40 and 60. Well, no, I was saying Fahrenheit's, oh. Well, I was so saying decibels like, because like logarithmic is what you're saying? Decibels, you can so. go to negative, but you they still are? hear it. I thought so. The way that like, mm. I don't know. I see what you mean. Um, I think about the, we're on the Richter scale thing again. The Richter scale for earthquakes is it's like double exponential. Each factor of 10. It's magnitude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but if there's something, ten. I wonder if there's something that you can taste, see, or touch that would make your... You just freak out. Your mind would just go like, I can't comprehend this, and then you freak out. It's for acid. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. You tried it? <laughs> Probably not. I ain't done any drugs. So, on the subject of doing drugs, I feel like most people fall into one of two categories. Either they have a drug problem, or they don't use drugs at all. <laughs> like, I've never... Some, you don't think someone can use drugs and not have a drug problem? It depends on the drug. I'm not talking about, like, marijuana. Oh, I'm okay, talking about, say. like, something, something else. I mean, cocaine. marijuana is... Legal in a lot of states now in the U.S. Yeah, like, you know, cocaine's probably borderline too, but it's, I've never met anybody who's like an occasional heroin user. Like, oh, I <laughs> yeah, do I don't think that I, exists. I do heroin like twice a year. Only on the yeah. weekend. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, I get the feeling like once you do it, that's it. You're, you are a lifelong heroin user at that point in time. But there's got to be people who just, they're not addicted. They're just, yeah, I took some heroin for a while and it was fun. I knew of fun. a casual cocaine user. I stopped talking to her because I was like, oh, you do cooking, bye. But uh, like, she did it every now and then whenever she partied. Where was he, you afraid she was gonna steal money from you? Was <sighs> oh no, it just, it just, that was like a limit that I was a little too. She's gonna put cocaine in your was nose Was it somebody you were dating? Uh, seeing, <laughs> I wouldn't you. say okay. we're dating. Whatever the Blaine version of that is. So, so that was a choice of whether or not you wanted to keep someone in your life on a romantic basis. Yeah. That's, that's a little different. If you were just like, oh yeah, you, like if I found out you did cocaine, I wouldn't be like, get the fuck away from me. I never want to speak to you again. That's Good, because. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so much cocaine. Um, no, it was just it was just a little too far for me. Marijuana is like whatever. Mushrooms and that. 
Also, everyone has a drug that they would just never ever do. Are you leaving the podcast? Oh, I'm grabbing a beer. Like, there's a drug that they would never do. Like, I, I honestly believe if you put every illegal substance on the table, the last one I would ever go near, even after heroin, is acid, LSD. I just wouldn't do it. Really? I just feel like my my brain would would destroy me. Like my own imagination would work against me, and I don't want to be. I don't want to be at the mercy of my own imagination. You fucking humble be... bragging about how good your imagination no, is. Shut there. the fuck up! I'm just making a conversation. <laughs> I've got, such, I've got such a great imagination. I'm afraid of what it would do. What to if me. you became the super fulcrum? <gasps> no. See, I don't want that either. Who Ful wants that? Fulcrum Prime. What would you not take? Um. Support my theory here. Is there one every drug? Every drug on the table in front of me. Yeah. Is there like any special circumstance? Like no, no. Which is last? Just the last drug you take. Like, last do you think that one would, would be your downfall if uh, you took it? It would probably be like I heroin like, or meth. I feel like I've taken heroin because on a medical You're basis, like oxycontin. Or yeah, something. I've taken or hydrocodone. hydrocodone. Yeah, yeah, I've taken hydrocodone. Stuff's great. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I had a thing when I got my wisdom teeth taken out where I took two of the pills and I had a whole shebang of them. One of those big orange containers full of them. Is that do they have those orange containers of those UK as well? Are they for prescription pills? I don't know. I never it's took like a pill green. in the UK. You never you, seriously when you went to the hospital and got your balls operated on, they didn't give you prescription medication. No, they put a drip in, in my arm and shot and me. And you went it. home with the drip. No, they didn't send you medication, pain medication. What are you used After to getting your pills in? You like never what? seen it, Gavin. He, you can't answer this question. You've never seen prescription pills you before you moved to America. Like America does. You, you people take pills every every other day. I don't take pills every other day. You I take people. them every day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I never took a painkiller before I came here. So, ah. Gavin, let me, let me start this pills. conversation over again. In the UK, do they use the orange bottles? I don't for know. Pills? I don't. You genuinely don't know the answer to that question. I don't know. This is infuriating to me that you don't know the answer to that. There's a lot Twitter, of people in the UK. Twitter, if you're in the UK, let us know. Hashtag our two podcasts. So just put it out to the internet. I didn't take a pill. What drug? You're not in you court take? here, Gavin. I'm I, just asking I used to a have simple like question. Nurofen meltlets that you just like, put on your tongue and they dissolve because I couldn't swallow. Pills. Put it in your butt. Did you ever put it in your butt? I have put a pill in my butt. Yeah, a little wax. I wonder if there's like a, a food you can eat by putting it in your butt. Like, could I eat a lifesaver if I put it in my butt? It's going the wrong way though. You can't like, digest what, what, it in did, your did, anus. Yeah, talk about what does well, that mean? Like, it goes in the bloodstream. Get nutritional value from it? Certainly not afterwards. You'd have to have like a snake to like get it to your stomach backwards. No, the colon does some work. Colon does a little bit of digestive work. I think the colon's big job is it pulls water out yeah. of waste. And so then, you could dehydrate, you could turn a grape into a raisin in your butt and then shit it back out. That's like, I can make that civet coffee. Yeah, that's like raisins. artisanal <laughs> raisin Artisanal making. raisins. <laughs> if I ever see an artisanal raisin, now I'm going to stay the fuck away from it. I can make beef jerky just jam a steak up there. <laughs> 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 I got a steak you can jam up there. Um... <laughs> According to Jake and Murgard here on Twitter, they say Vantablack actually gets hot at room temperature because it absorbs so much light energy. Hmm. That's interesting. Didn't think about that side effect. How hot? Yeah. That's all he said. And does it slow down? Or does it like hit a certain point and it's like that hits an equilibrium or is it just like slowly gaining heat over time? That sounds awesome. Imagine like a house of mirrors, but it's made with that paint. You'd just be fucked. It would be opposite of a mirror, wouldn't it? Well, I would, but I'm saying like you would be running into these walls. You wouldn't know what. Ah, was. So we're getting there'd a, be no way to judge depth yeah. in any way. We're getting a couple of replies here from uh, people in the UK about medicine. Uh, who is this? K West six six three says they come in a box and bottles, but they don't tend to be orange. And Bex RTB says they're <laughs> generally brown or a dark sea plastic glass over this side of the pond. I don't know what that means. 
It means in England. Sandy Sun, I don't know the first part means. Sandy Sun says, I've never seen the orange bottles apart from at the vet. Really? Hmm. But then someone else just t- just tweeted, yes, they do the, use the orange Well, bottles. I mean, you get that. Yeah. Where everyone's like saying yes or no. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, he's absolutely right. So, so basically we learn nothing. Yeah, yeah. We pretty much. I mean... So back to my original story, I ate, I ate two of these hydrocodone after I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Took the first one, had the next one eight hours later. When I took the second one, I was just sitting there and I thought, how long do I can take another one? I, and, I, and then the moment I did that, checked my watch, I said, I'm not taking any more of these. And I put, I put it away. <laughs> I halved them whenever I got you know, my did? wisdom teeth re- removed. I was like, yeah, these are risky. Yeah, I, I've always felt very fortunate that I don't have uh, addictions to any drugs, like alcohol specifically, because there's people in my life who are addicted to alcohol, and I'm Sorry. so fucking grateful that that has skipped me. Like, I, I won't do the hair of the dog thing. Like, I won't drink today because I drank yesterday. I have no interest in drinking whatsoever. You know, I'm not. One of, I, I'm. I, it's really rare that I drink two days in a row. Really rare. I drink like maybe once every two weeks. I get I drunk once a year. That's my thing. I get drunk once a year. And that, yesterday just, was my 2017. It's not true. You think I get drunk more? I think you get drunk way more. Oh, I think you're wrong. No, I'm gonna go with Gavin. I mean, yeah. it's not like frequent, but I'd go three times a year. I've been drunk with you t- like at least twice this year. Where in 2017? Yeah. Did we get drunk in Austria? Got drunk in LA, fapped up. Oh no no yeah, yeah yeah yeah. He's right. No he's right. He's right. <laughs> no, okay. At least at least he can admit when he's wrong. I have a problem. In England, you can't Ooh. advertise like prescription drugs to the consumer. That's I, good. I think there's only two countries in the world where you can do it. I think it's the United States and New Zealand are the only two countries where uh, pharmaceuticals can, can be marketed to the. Yeah. Uh, like you'll consumer. never get an advert where it says, "Ask your doctor about." Flubendoid. I remember when that changed. Like, it didn't, that used to be the case in the US and it yeah. changed like in the mid 90s. And then all of a sudden, fucking, it was like right around the time Viagra came out. I felt like, I felt like those two went like hand in hand. I hate that I can't buy Avocold and Sinus without showing my driver's license though. I really, I don't like that. Is it an analgesic? No, it's got pseudoephinephrine in it. And that's what people use to extract and make meth. But it's got to be so ridiculously analgesic, expensive. Do that. Those things are like twelve bucks a package, and it's like. Haven't you seen Breaking Bad? Sixteen pills. Smurfs, man. What? what? Pseudo. What? What Smurfs? They go the ones who go and they like steal it, or they uh, oh they acquire, steal it. They acquire the pseudoephedrine for using. Well, stealing it's not. The, you don't have to go to the counter and buy it. Like whoever's doing the going through the the legal way and buying the all the pseudo. Yeah, I think that's why they moved it back behind the counter. Because stealing. Now, yeah, you have to show a license. Because people are buying it in bulk. Or they're stealing it. They're just like taking it oh, from the running out the front door. Uh, did you want to talk about the United thing? Yeah, two things I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about the United thing. I want to talk about my... I had a bad day with my Xbox yesterday. I had just a really Oh, horrible. I saw you. Does you it know, turn out that the console's no good? I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. The Xbox Elite controller, by the way, completely awesome controller. But my... I, the... I've talked about it before. Like the, the super heavy duty one. It's a $150 controller. It's like the clicky things behind it. Right? The option of that, yeah. yeah. You got like a oh yeah, the paddles. You saw the paddles, thumbsticks, yeah, yeah, yeah. and D pads, and yeah. programmable switches. And for years on the podcast, I talked about why don't people make a premium controller because it's the number one thing that you use, you know, with your system. And they finally made one. It was great. I got mine, and probably two or three months in, my left shoulder button just is just mush. It's just. And I feel like that's a crapshoot with all the Xbox One controllers. Yep. I got those Chief and Same. Lock controllers. My Chief controller, the left D-pad just goes, it goes click, 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 
mush. It's just that, there's no click action. That was the same with my bumper on the lock one. I had to swap it for another one. Yeah. And when I got my 1S, the white controller that comes with that, the right on my D-pad is mush. It doesn't even mush. It's just like click, click, click. Dead. Like a like an iPhone home mm. button that's died. But does it work? Yeah. Like, does it? Yeah, he, too well. Oh, too I, well. I like slightly touch it and it goes. Bloop, bloop. Yeah. Mm. Well, so this, so I, I after, I guess it broke two years ago at this point. It got the left bumper button. What do you call it? Shoulder pad? What do you guys call it? Right bumper. bumper. Left bumper? Yeah. So the left bumper button was mush. I thought, all right, you know what? Fuck this. I like this controller. I'm tired of the mush. I want the click back. It's been two years I've been dealing with this. I'm going to order myself a new Elite controller. So I ordered myself a new Elite controller and uh, got it. Came via Amazon. Got it. Got it out of the box. A button doesn't work out of the box. Out of the fucking box, the A button doesn't work. Doesn't work, work or it doesn't like click in or? Doesn't. Well, it, I thought it didn't work at first, but if I just jam it as hard as I can and move my thumb back and forth, then it then it will work. What if you take the front off and just re-jostle it? I don't want to do that. I mean, that, that I guess will, you return it. You can return it for no money. Yeah. And I got another one, I, and then I, I returned it. It's going back. So now I'm like invested $300 in these controllers. I'm going to get 150 back at some point. And the new one arrived, and I'm just like, I can't bring myself to try it because I'm convinced it's going to be gar I'll, garbage. I'll do you a favor. I'll take it off your hands. No, fuck off, dude. I just, I, I want to like it. I feel, I feel fortunate then. I haven't had any trouble with mine. The new dashboard is, uh, it's gash. What's wrong with it? Shit. On the Xbox? <laughs> yeah. they, they changed it again. I and like the game no hub snapping. stuff. I think that's a good solution. They changed it in, they changed it every way possible now, but it doesn't fix like the main issues with slowness and just crapness. It's slow. Sort of thing. And now if you, pressing the guy brings out the side bit. Yeah. And uh, if you try and figure out where you are on that menu, oh, you where, can go finding over. out where your cursor yeah. is. You yeah. can like go over, but if you go over too, ma too many, close it. Like well, we, who would want that? Just the, press the button again. We we in the early days of Red vs. Blue, we made so many DVDs and we would test the navigation on them. And you remember one of the biggest debates we had was you have a menu option on a DVD. It's got five things: play movie, chapter select, behind the scenes, outtakes, and extras or something like yeah. that. The big debate was when they get to the last one and they hit down, what should happen? Yeah, should it's it, so the there's two schools of thought. Should go back to the top. Depends or on should, the number of options. It should stay at the bottom. So what do you think for five options? What should happen at the bottom of the menu? That's few enough to do nothing. To do nothing. Yeah. If there was ten, I'd want to be able to scroll back to the top through the bottom. But anyway, so we had a lot of debates like that. But the, the thing that was never a debate ever, which is you organize those buttons in such a way that when you hit one direction... When you hit the other direction, it goes back to where you were. And the Xbox One dashboard is such that if you're going right, 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 and then you end up somewhere and you're like, oh, I went too far, I go left, but then now you're down here because it's too many things that lead to that mm -hmm. one thing going mm -hmm. right. So left from that thing is just a random selection the or something thing, where you didn't come from. The only thing better now in the new dashboard is game DVR. You can very quickly get to the amount of time backwards that you want to record. It used to be very easy to record the last 30 seconds. Right. Now you can go straight into a list that says, you know, 15, 30 minute, two minutes. Whatever. No, I didn't know that. You got to show me that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I only ever use that like through the voice command. Like that's, that's the big reason I have my connect still plugged in. Yeah. Is it's when something happens, quicker, I can just use the voice command. It's, it was quicker to do with the controller. You double tap the double X tap box button. And then press X. And oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And but you that's do like a, the previous. Update. You can do a screenshot oh. by hitting Y. You go double tap, 
brings out the menu, and it looks like the normal like sign-in menu and settings and friends and all that other social stuff. But then off of the top, off to the right a little bit, it says hit X to record, yeah. hit Y to save a screenshot. I actually bought a chat pad purely because you can customize one of the buttons to be record the last 30 seconds. Man. Like, so now it was a one button press. Like the Nintendo Switch, you have actual screenshot button. You can now set screenshot and record last 30 seconds on so the chat pad. Biggest battle in my house pad? is people swapping out those chat pads. My kids hate the chat pad. Love I the chat hate pad. a controller that doesn't have the chat pad on it. It feels right. Yeah. If I've got an Elite with a chat pad on it, it feels like this is the most complete experience right. that could be in my hands, and I like the weight of it too. Do you use the paddles? Yeah. I use four paddles. What are you using for? So I have a crouch and jump and sprint, and then the, third, the fourth one is always like, Use. My weapon wheel or whatever. Okay. I, yeah. I find I, I change it all the time depending on what game I'm playing. Yeah, I never and use paddles. I, I, I use them off. No, once you start using them, on the back yeah. it's great. Yeah, once you well, start using them, then you don't have to take your your thumb off the stick. I almost I almost went your route of learning to use them because when my A button wouldn't work, I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna leave the paddles on. I'll make one of the paddles on the back the A, and I'll adjust. I was like, why am I doing this? It's, no, I, shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, I shouldn't have to do I, that. I hate having to click in the stick that I'm moving with. So that you. will always be a paddle for me, no matter what. I feel you. If sprint is on a in a click stick, get get out of here. It's on a paddle now. The um, the, the other problem that I had is I sat down to play. I was going to play Dishonored two with the kids. They wanted they wanted to see it. And actually, your girlfriend talks about what a great game Dishonored two is. She says game. it has one of the best levels in the history games. She's talking about that. There's, there's a puzzle like a, level. Yeah, really? it's it's like a mansion where yeah. it's like all it's, everything keeps changing. Oh really? Yeah. She. Love that. Anyway, so I went to go play Dishonored 2 with the kids. It was a 53 gigabyte update. Something like 52.68 gigs. So they, it's they the whole replaced game. the entire game. I don't know what they patch. did. Yeah. I feel like at that point, you should be able to ask for a refund because none of the gigabytes you paid for are in use. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all like, how many of the original game are you playing at that, that point? That sounds like a mistake on their part. Like, I remember... Because I, I, I looked of, it up like, and people were like, why is my Dishonored 2 downloading 52 gigs of, of information? And there was a bunch of people saying, no, it's not. My update was... Two, two gigs, and the other people are like, mine's 52 gigs. Yeah. So I must have just got one of these weird circumstances Unless where I got a 52 people gig. People have automatic downloads and didn't realize they'd already. No, I've heard of off. bugs with other games before where they'll push an update, and on some clients, it just forces them to re download everything. Hmm. I mean, in areas where there's slow internet, that that will ruin your day. It will, like, it will it, ruin go multiple from like, days. Yeah, you well, did ours this I mean, week. I mean, it didn't ruin our day. We actually just went outside. <laughs> so it was great. Oh, yeah, actually. I mean, ruin like that's. If you were back plan. in the UK, and oh you had to download god. a 53 gigabyte update. How long would you be waiting for that? Oh my god. Uh, I think the the town that well when I left the, the speed the maximum speed was 10 And I think I couldn't get it where I was so I've had five because wow. I was a certain distance from the exchange That would have taken I don't know, Three days. Yeah, man. Jesus, Jesus Christ long time. I feel like Rainbow Six Siege always has updates Like every time I turn it on it's like got like a 10 gig update I, don't, I wonder how much of my hard drive on my PlayStation is eaten up by Rainbow Six I say, I say three days as well because it'd probably time out and I'd have to restart. That's the worst. Or I'd have to like resume it. it I would leave it all night and it would have like stopped at some point. Back when Halo Reach came out, I skipped school and was, or no, 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 sorry. It was a Battle of Gay Tony. I skipped oh, yeah. school um, to play it and it didn't complete. So I, I skipped school for nothing. I don't like, <laughs> it took forever. I don't like when people talk about like the GTA 4 DLCs because it just makes me realize how there's no. Good DLC for GTA 5. Oh. They did the no, they're all in on multiplayer. Yeah, there's great stuff in multiplayer. Is there? They're adding vehicles all the time. They got cutting stunts, which are amazing. I like yeah. campaign though. I, can't, I would I can't. love a gay Tony level. Right. 
expansion with the original characters or a new character. Gay Tony was better than the the original game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lost and Damned was pretty good. Yeah. Well, it was okay. The no. grainy shit. Once you turn it off, it was. Do right. you know I have played no GTA Five online, no multiplayer. Have you? I think I played briefly at launch. I played for like the first couple of days. Yeah, I have never played outside of video, which is my my level so shit compared to everyone else. Oh, really? But I think you can see every time I've leveled up is on camera somewhere. So your entire, I'm level your entire team of playing GTA is captured. Yes, it may not have come out. It may have been edited down, but I've never played just for fun outside of a video. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah, to think you have it all, you have it all saved. I I just hope they do something similar with Red Dead. You know, I'd write, listen. How's that? The like the online, online open thing. world, I would love that. I mean, Even though the the DLC for Red Dead Redemption was fantastic, Red Dead Redemption Two, I'd like for them to go in the direction. Even if it means we have to sacrifice narrative multiplayer, or excuse me, narrative DLC, I, I still would hope they have an online world like they have with GTA Five because it looks fun. I haven't played it. I mean, I I have loaded it up. I'm like wandering around the city just not knowing what to do, and then somebody comes by and just shoots me. Oh yeah, don't go in a public game. Yeah, especially if you have a well-known game attack. Yeah. It's not worth it. No, not worth it, huh? But to play with your friends, it's really fun. I love GTA Online. Yeah. Yeah. I should play at some point. Let me so. uh, read this thing here. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rooster Podcast is also brought to you by Casper. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the cost. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. Casper's mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a very fair price. Casper is made of supportive memory foam for a sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Plus, its breathable design sleeps cool to help you regulate your temperature throughout the night. Uh, I got one not that long ago, and uh, I think swapping it out with my old mattress took five minutes. It was so fast, so easy. Uh, I'll get back to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can buy it easily online, completely risk-free. Casper understands the importance of truly trying out a mattress and all reality you spend a third of your life on. Casper offers free delivery, painless returns with a 100-day period, so you don't have to lie down in a showroom. You can save an additional $50 towards a mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash RT, entering promo code RT. That's casper.com slash RT and promo code RT. Terms and conditions apply, free shipping and return to the U.S. and Canada. Thank you, Casper, for giving me such a wonderful mattress, and not Gavin. But yeah, seriously, so fast to swap it out. Get rid of your old one. Put a new, new, much better one in. United Airlines flight. United Airlines flight. So it's hubbub. What is the hubbub, Gus? Pants. So it was yesterday, right? Yesterday. Was it yesterday? God, it's I think it was a billion years ago. Someone tweeted that a couple of young women were denied the ability to board a United flight because they were wearing leggings. Weren't they ten? That's uh, that's all the person tweeted. Like, I think that's okay. all the information that came out at the time. Um, and then they're people, calling them teenage girls. Oh, did the, the, the original tweet come teenage girls? And then, no, I'm reading news articles. So. Okay. And then people obviously got really upset by it. Very angry. United was saying that leggings were not appropriate uh, clothing for being on a flight. There's no dress code for flights. Is there? I mean, you could wear a bikini if you wanted to, probably. Probably, yeah. I think what they say is whatever is comfortable and appropriate for the environment. I think that's what they what they actually say. So I was initially, initially I didn't know what to think about it because I feel like it's one of those things where it's hard to get the whole story on Twitter. Like I don't know necessarily what's going on. 
and uh, it just didn't it didn't it didn't sound like anything that made sense to me because I I see people with leggings all the time on a plane, mm. uh, and then of course it snowballed from there. And then United took too long to reply, and then they tried to reply to it via Twitter, which again not enough characters to fully explain what's going on. Three, yeah. And their explanation was that the people who were denied boarding were flying on United Pass. This is, okay, okay, this is where it shifts for me. Go ahead. Right, which means that they were flying free as either airline employees or friends or family of employees. Basically friends and family pass, yeah. And that since they're flying on that pass, they represent the airline and there's a separate dress code for people who fly like that. Who the which hell on the plane knows that they're flying as a representative of the airline? It's it's just the, it just rule, like just the rules of when they fly. It's like why, why, when you see pilots or when you see a, a United employee flying or an airline employee flying, dressed up. they're dressed they're dressed like they're at work. They That's how they dress when they go. And you always think, oh, they're just hopping a plane at the end of their shift or something. It's not necessarily the case. They just have to dress appropriately for flight. And I know about this because I have relatives that work for another airline and we would get these fucking friends and family passes when I was a kid. They were very That's nice. They awesome. Very nice and gave them to us. But I had to wear a fucking suit to go on the plane. As a kid, I was like 11, it's 10 or 11. Point. Wear the suit. 10 or 11, I had to wear the. That's exactly the point. G Gavin, you just made the point. It's exactly right. You got a free pass, you play by different rules. These rules have always existed. When I was 10 years old, I remember this that I had on, on a different airline. It was on Delta. I had to wear a suit and, uh, or at the very least, a button up shirt and tie. It's weird to that fly. it's enforced. Because I, I know someone who's got that for Delta. Yeah. And they wear whatever the Christ they want. So this is, this is, and everyone's reacting because they, you know, they definitely think that like somebody was singled out for some reason. It, it it's a rules that have existed for a very long period of time and it is a totally different class of passenger than just somebody who bought a ticket. Right. It's not the same thing at all. And so I, I, once I heard that, I was like, oh, okay, well just people don't know what well, that is. Yeah, and I think a lot of people didn't understand that that was the case because like, again, like I said, United replied via Twitter for some reason and there's not enough characters to explain all that and then like, Ten hours later in the day, they made like a post on their website, yeah, and then linked to it. And by the, and I, I think even that post did a terrible job of explaining what happened. Here's the fucking rub: is that apparently the tweets came from a passenger who witnessed the whole thing. She was sitting at the next gate over and was watching it, and then started tweeting about it. Mm -hmm. And the girls ended up getting on the flight, like they had a in their carry-on, they had a dress, so they threw a dress on over their leggings, and. Uh, once this tweet went viral, all I could think was, and then I learned that it was a, a, a benefit pass, I thought, that's an employee that's associated with this huge PR nightmare now. Like, he gave these passes to his nieces yeah. or his daughters or something, and, you know, he or she, whoever the United Air Airlines employee is, it's tied to some employee, and, you know, that person's now going to have to answer for this this thing for the passengers he gave to didn't follow the specific rules and now they got this whole fucking PR nightmare for United Airlines like they hate women and they don't want them you know they want them to wear like a burqa on a plane or something like that you know yeah. and it's just rules seems like a very old fashioned rule it's point. a super old fashioned rule just fucking airlines are super old fashioned you yeah, know it it's, a, if it was a rule when Bernie was 10 you know it's an old fashioned dude, rule dude it's, it's true we were like rode there in the, uh, the um, Wright Brothers backs of our dinosaurs and then got on the plane the big metal the pterodactyl bird. the big metal bird do you not wear a suit every time you fly now? I do not. I do not. It's like the most uncomfortable thing to travel in. Yeah. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think it was just misunderstood and mishandled. I think in the end. But did you actually see the wording behind what it was? Like someone went onto their website and pulled out what the actual phrasing was behind the rule, and it didn't really like you couldn't 
from reading that, you couldn't derive like yes. specifically, oh, I can't wear tights here. Correct. I think the rule is probably written ambiguously and in, in, intentionally. I hate that shit. Yeah. That's stupid. Just like spell it out more. Otherwise, this shit's going to happen. So Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's not more uh, clearly defined. I'm sure it's just to intentionally be vague so they can, they can have flexibility on it. And then this one day, it, it just wasn't flexible. I wear sweats on a plane, and sometimes it's not good because if you fall asleep and you get a boner and you got sweats on with a boner, it's just a bad day. Gavin knows what I'm talking about, right? I don't, I don't, <laughs> own, I don't own sweats. You don't own sweats? No. It's like classy sweats. You've seen me wear them, right? Where I roll yeah, them up and like, I look you like... You look like you're wearing like juicy pants when you wear those. <laughs> Dan actually... Dan used to always wear sweats in like our early slow-mo videos, mm -hmm. and Griffin was like, you look like shit. And she wouldn't sweats. let him on the slow-mo uh, guys video. Well, he, she was like making fun of him, so he never wore them again. Who is this? Griffin. No, who who is the, Dan? Oh, Dan. Dan's the guy in slow-mo guys. I know who he is. I missed the first part of the story. Oh. But oh. they're not like sweats, like you know, like what a big guy wears, you know, because his pants don't fit. They're like they're like nice sweats. There's no such thing as nice sweats. I agree with that. They're always although it's like oh, you should well. be sweating in them. Uh, Joggers. A guy we know. I I was saying. I told him. I said. Uh, I like these jeans you have on. And he goes, they're not jeans. They're leggings. They just look like jeans. Oh. Jeggings? Uh, yeah, they were, they were jeggings. They were stretch lycra jeggings. I don't know if we should say. I, I was wearing... You whispered to me. I was wearing some slacks at the first RTX Sydney. And I guess they look like jeggings because uh, Freddie Wong came up to me and was like, are those tights? <laughs> what you got on there? I was, like, I was like, no, no, they're slacks. He's like, they're tights. I know they are. Yeah. He would know. So they had the print of denim? Yeah. But they weren't actually denim. I don't know what they were, but they looked very comfortable. Okay. And I believe he got them from American Pearl. Thing? I don't know. So he told me. We were talking about uh, United, and it made me think about that story I texted you the other day where. Uh, the private jet one? Yeah. Or the BA one? The, the private jet one. Oh, oh my God. The one. diagram that you showed me. What happened? Uh, an Man, Airbus A380 was flying in this direction. Okay. A thousand oh, feet below it, I believe, was an Embraer flying in this direction. Yeah. Like a private jet, sort of. The A380 is so big, the turbulence wake it created caused the private plane, a thousand feet below it, to spin head over <gasps> tail five times. It, if you look at the diagram, it looks like the plane equivalent of getting clotheslined. Wow. Like so it was like just went, CMM Weigelt on Twitter reminded me to talk about it. Apparently it flipped like five times before they regain control of it and landed safely. That's like and a video game glitch where they're like, la, la, la. Yeah. And yeah. everyone inside was like, Spinning all over the place, hitting the ceiling and oh, stuff. Oh god, that had to be the, the, di okay? the diagram. I think there were injuries. I mean, I don't think anyone died. The first flip has to be so intense to enable you to make the rest of the flips. You know, because <laughs> they're trying to get it back under control. I'm sure that sounds horrendous. Is there like centripetal force at work there to where well, it's I mean, like spinning on an axis? And they're just I mean, as soon as you are like thrusting it like faster than you're flying you're just gonna do that a few times i'm trying to see if i can uh if i can pull it up the diet the diagram made me want to vomit i want to see like an actual there like, recreation <laughs> so there's that the, like the they're doing badass stunts <laughs> just hit right in the face it flipped five times how do they know do think, for sure do you think the guy in the jumbo black jet box? was like yeah the black box will black like, box register the the ball, wouldn't it? Fucking hell. No. Can you imagine dude. being on that plane a no. thousand feet below it? You don't know what the fuck's going on. No. You're just on a plane that all of a sudden you're flipping five times. It's like you hit a like you hit a wire in the sky or something. Like you know, like Gems, you got a clothesline, basically. Yeah. Is that like a vomit comet though, where you're like flying around? Oh, no, now? a vomit comet's just uh, a 
uh, rise a parabolic in arc. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, I, I didn't see that. Is that a photo from inside? The seat came off. <laughs> oh, their champagne's all spilled. I Darn. like the lighting is so much better than the first one. <laughs> and the lighting in the, the second, the second one is like the light of God when you're hungover. It's because the light spun five times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they had, the the photons hadn't resettled yet, so mm. they were they were scattered across the cabin. Oh my god, that'd be awful. So all in all, I have to say, if I'm flying in a plane, I prefer that didn't happen. I don't know about you. No, yeah, absolutely. I'd prefer, absolutely. I'd prefer not to have that. How did they land that shit? That is, that's incredible. Well, that <laughs> the best part is, after they smooth it out and they're just saying they're going along again normally, if they didn't know what caused it, <laughs> they're like, is that going to happen again? Like, they can the, happen any moment. Think the pilots are like, it wasn't us. Yeah, we, it wasn't us. If everyone was strapped in and there were no loose items, would do you be able to tell you were upside down? I think so. I think Absolutely. you feel what the fuck is going on. Look out the window and you're like, oh, that fuck. instrument. Yeah, it would just be there, like, that shows your horizon would have been just going haywire. <laughs> I'd yeah. like to imagine uh, the pilot, like, they're always, like, trying to keep the passengers calm and collected. Like, oh, we just experienced a little bit of turbulence. <laughs> like, I mean, they're, like, trying to relax. <laughs> Told you to fucking buckle up. <laughs> I was, uh, I was stuck listening. I don't know how I got into it. Like, tra air traffic control recordings of uh, some guy who had hypoxia. What's it called? Is it yeah. hypoxia? hypoxia. So he he wasn't wasn't getting enough oxygen, and you can. Did I agree it. to scale Mount Everest with Meg? Yeah, today? yeah. You were you were obsessed. We're like, climb Everest with me. Climb Everest. Was it my idea? Yeah, because uh, she was like, she was reading that. about climbing accidents, and I was reading about plane stuff. But anyway, there's this recording of this guy. I don't know what he's flying over. If it's a passenger jet or some just tiny plane, but he's so high on lack of oxygen, and he and he was trying to describe to air traffic control. He's like, unable. To control oh. airspeed, and he's trying to because he's like can barely like word it, so he's talking really slowly, and then he's like unable to control heading, and he's listing all the stuff he can't do, and then he's like, other than that, hey, okay, <laughs> Jeez. and their traffic control is like reduce altitude, <laughs> and eventually he comes down and he like starts getting gets oxygen. his mind back, Jeez. but at the beginning he was just like didn't know what was going on, but somehow was able to. Relay all the correct information. Well, Destin from Smarter Every Day did that really awesome. Did it deliberately, yeah. yeah. Video. And it makes sense why you have to put the person's, on, you put your own Reviews, on yeah. first and then the next person. Because apparently fast. it makes yeah. you like euphoric, like you're about yeah. to die and you become like, you sound really sarcastic and well, funny. Yeah. Meg well, was, he, had, he had his mask like this, and all he had to do was take the mask and clip it, and he'd have been okay. And he, to his credit, he lasted longer than anybody else in that chamber. And they're telling him, hey, put your mask on. And he's like, uh huh. And they said, put the mask he, on or you're about to die. If you don't put your mask on, you will die. And he goes, I don't want to die. <laughs> and they said, put your mask on. And he couldn't. He, yeah. he would Someone have, had to do it. Someone had to do it for him. He would have died. On. Yeah. Meg was you're, talking to me about the Everest thing, and she was talking about like how she was watching Everest accidents. Meg, by the way, is obsessed with climbing accidents because she's on Japan time still. She wakes up at five in the morning and then <laughs> she starts reading about climbing accidents. They're super right? fucking interesting. There was like one where a guy was like, they were carrying a body, and then the guy in the back was like acting like a loopy idiot because he was like low on oxygen. And then he starts falling, and then they're like, let the bag go, and he's like, watching as he's falling, and then he like, lets it go, and he just has no response to try to save himself. He just lets go, and he just like, slides off of a cliff. He's totally like, euphoric. Yeah. Dead. Wow. But then the guy Jeez. that they're trying to carry, apparently he was like, realizing that uh, he was slowing the whole group down, so in the middle of the night, he just rocks off of his bed and rolls off a cliff. <laughs> he sacrifices himself. There's a, so there's that, a bunch of like, what a fucking great story. every climbing story is like, and then they, and they were dead. And then it's they died. It's like, oh, he slipped. Yeah. Like, there was one guy who slipped down, 
f like slid down the whole way and then he landed on some stable ground and lived and he was like shit I'm okay, and then someone came down to like help him back up by the time they got down there He slipped again and died really yeah, he'd already like gone even further down. It's just like it was just the, like that. Just it was die. the creepiest, most fascinating story ever. Like, just listening to shit that happens on Everest. And people apparently just... one of the landmarks on Everest is this body. Yeah. Green boots. And uh, he's gone now. Oh, was it right, after wait. the avalanche or something? Yeah, like, either someone took it or... Oh, what? Or he was swept away. But, like, that landmark is gone Winter now. is coming. <laughs> <laughs> he's, up and, he's up and walking. Sorry, that was very... And you were telling me about a plane that, yeah, that I think flung that woman. Oh, right, yeah, but that, this is probably what got you on your uh, kick of listening to air traffic control. I sent you that air traffic control recording of that accident at Heathrow. Yeah. And it's crazy to listen. There's like a major, major aircraft incident and to listen to air traffic control <laughs> and how they handle this situation. Like they don't necessarily know everything that's going on, but yeah. the way that they're rerouting planes. That and... was the flight where they had ice crystals in the fuel. Yeah. And didn't know they were crashing until like a hundred feet from the runway yeah. where it just like they crashed they lost at power the end of the runway. And fell short. They landed like a hundred feet short of the runway. Bummer. There's a picture of it where it's like you can see where it landed and just like veers to the right, right at the start of the runway. Like they almost made it. But like he's basically calling Mayday as he's crashing. So all of a sudden, without warning, a plane has crashed. And yeah, then you think, it's, you think it's coming to land, and then yeah. it's like, oh no, it, it crashed. Air traffic control is like immediately on all the other planes, like go around, and then you hear like Qatar going, going around. <laughs> like, yeah. And then they have to, whenever someone calls Mayday, you have to list the aircraft type and the reason for Mayday. Or the, 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 when you have a, when you call like medical yeah. to, a, to a plane, like if someone's had a heart attack, yeah. you have to give the aircraft type and the reason. So it's like, aircraft type is 777, reason is crash. The aircraft has crashed. It's like wow. super obvious stating, but it's like really interesting how they word it all. Wait, yeah. So do you, when you listen to these, does it matter to you if that plane crashes and that person dies? Is it still, do you it still want to listen to it? Oh. Would they prevent you from listening to it? Or, no, or like, do you want to listen to it? I think he goes that? into I, this. I've heard it, I've heard it, always. You're probably assuming that most of the people die in an airplane crash, I would assume. I mean, a lot of planes crash land and everyone gets off. But so, like, I don't know, if there's like that not safe for life tag on like Reddit, where yeah. it's like, if you if you watch this, you're watching someone die, and that might affect you. So I don't know if you guys are no, into it. For audio only, it's not as bad to look at. I don't know. It's so to, to look at? It's like listening to a ghost. Well, it's it's totally you get desensitized yeah. to and I, I don't know if I want to get desensitized right. to it. Right. I don't think I can listen to that. The, uh, yeah, never look at any dash cam video from China. That would be my recommendation. Why from China? Oh, yeah, because everyone's on scooters, except for the people who are driving 18-wheelers that are with no like oh, licensing or regulation. Just mowed under. Oh, it's just, it's unbelievable. Like, or just like the best is, here comes this cute little Chinese couple coming up to an intersection. <laughs> oh, this semi's turning the corner too fast, and it just goes, bonk, it just falls over, like, onto them. Just tips over sideways. That's sad. It's like a house falling on you. Anyway, um, talking about Mount Everest makes me think about Gavin's big running theory about if you fall out of a plane, you can just run down a mountain. I actually... It's not my theory. Everyone keeps saying it's my theory. You were telling me that someone thought that was real, and I was like, I agree with it. Oh, it's your, It was like your friend who had this theory. Guild by association. Yeah, who was it? Ben Thomas, I think, was the guy. I was just like, yeah, that. I can see that. It's and like that's like The chances of you landing at the... Anyways. Well, we, I, 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 we've never really, I don't think, talked about this particular example that actually proves what you're saying is true. I saw, I saw, it wasn't related to the Special Olympics, I just saw a competition, uh, a ski jump, and let's just say the guy had an amazing jump, 
and he went too far and went past the point where the hill oh, is, God. and he just landed. But it was like the runway thing, it was probably like four feet too far, and it was a big fucking difference in that guy's life. Yeah. Because it even was just like, like four feet of ramp will transfer downwards to forwards. Right. Just enough for you to not break your legs. And he got right at the bottom, and is it, okay? was, it was just like, like, Nah, that was the good timing on the hit of the mic. <laughs> um, it was like skis went flying everywhere, so I hope he's okay. I don't I have no idea. Probably he's not. dead. He had he's a dead. helmet. You would have said death. I don't know. They float when they're in there. They it's weird. The that that ski jump is way different jump than anything else. And it's just two little sticks on your feet, but somehow they It they, might just they, be a trick of the camera. Is that what it is? Floating. Yeah. They feel like they're floating. I mean they're, like, they're fucking flying through the air. Like if you didn't have skis and you went down that ramp with the same <laughs> speed, you would you would do that too. You think yeah. about dudes though with like wingsuits that are going down, they're like stopping wind and they're still fucking soaring. And those guys, like if they, you know, ran down a hill, they're dead. They're just like, Pfft. right? What do you think life expectancy is on a dude in the, one of those wingsuits, those squirrel suits? Oof, I don't know. I would it's say 35. 10 jumps. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be, you know, if you get up to like 50 jumps, you have to retire at that point, right? You have to. Yeah, it's just you're gonna die. Like, yeah, you've that. gone far enough. You've 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 seen what you're gonna see. The margin of error is just, I, and maybe I just don't understand the physics behind it. But I saw this thing where it was one after the other. They all just jumped off. Boom, 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 boom. I feel like that's. And then he went down this. I keep hitting my mic tonight for some reason. He went off the side of the mountain, and he's. It, there was points where he he could in his own GoPro could see his shadow on the ground, yeah. and I'm like, that is too frigging close they're, to the ground. They're touching like tips of trees and stuff too. Like I've no. seen videos where they're just like. Not doing that. What if a tree that? grew all of a sudden? How do you learn that <sighs> skill? Like in Minecraft? <laughs> you skydive a bunch I feel and like then try that? Is that what happens? Everest is more dangerous. Than squirrel suits? Yeah, like the, the, the death rate is like 10% or something. What was it Tony was saying? Like K2 is more dangerous. K2 I think was somewhere near 30. She said there was one other one that's more deadly than K2 and it's like 30%. Oh, okay. you're going but climbing with her. You wouldn't want a one in three chance of yeah. living. Yeah. Fulcrum's going with her. What? <laughs> So you're not going to go Everest with Tony She was now? talking to me about training. She's like, well, we'd have to train really hard to do it. I'm like, uh-huh, I'm eating like my eighth pizza roll. She's <laughs> 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 so like, how many pizza rolls have you had? I'm training right now. <laughs> <laughs> she was saying on K2, they have to climb up and down a bunch of times to acclimate to the low yes. oxygen. Oh, really? Yeah. I knew of a guy that he built House a room in his house, blindness. and it was basically like a walk-in refrigerator, and he would sleep in there just to get used to the cold. Like, people are just, they go nuts over that shit. Yeah, they, it does sound like they go nuts. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like staying warm is going to be a lot easier than not being able to breathe. Though. Yeah. Like they, you can just layer up, surely. It's like breathing through straws, what they say, right? Like, like breathing through like. And the amazing race, That's why people train with the thing on the like treadmill with those the thing are on, right? bullshit. On the amazing race, we were like yeah? seventeen thousand feet up. Let me clarify. I, I had to blow up two air mattresses, and I I ran out of oxygen. And Everest is like twenty like nine thousand. Yeah, it was double that. Yeah. And it seems like it just it's not. You it doesn't it doesn't scale like it's it's probably way less oxygen like I feel like it's it becomes exponentially worse the higher you go. So at that altitude when you were blowing up stuff, oh my god, you're still blowing in the same amount of air. There's just less oxygen. Well, so it yeah. wouldn't take longer to blow it up. You're just tired more. Right. Well, then I go to catch my breath, and you there's no breath to be caught. That's the feeling that I had. It's like take a big breath in, and there's nothing to it. It's just. It's, I don't know how to describe it. it. I've never had a feeling like that in my life. And then I had to run up these metal staircases with 
Ashley's French boyfriend, the 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 mm. Jean Pierre, the mountain guide who's with us. And he's like, Allons-y, allons-y. Did she give him head go. rubs? What? Did she give him head rubs? I'm I probably passed out and she probably gave him head scratches. Ashley's over there. So She's yeah. right there. You wanna you wanna can we get a side mic for Ash? We, we got time for this at the end of the podcast? We gotta talk about you head rubs. You wanna do it post show or you wanna do it here? Can we find out? I gotta find out why Ashley was giving Gavin head scratches. I made his hair really pretty. No, but is that what you were doing over there? I got very jealous. I was trying to remember. I didn't ask for head rubs, did I? You just offered up head rubs. Get yeah, we fart. we had a we were having a debate. I was um I was talking to you about how head scratches are Bernie's favorite thing in the world. Yes. Yeah. And and that we're speculating it's because he has so many hairs. And oh, so I tried yeah. it on you to see because you also have many many hairs. Yeah. And then I gave you a cone hair. It was nice. Yeah, scratch. So. Nice knowing you. <laughs> I think you two will be very happy together. <laughs> All right, okay. Well. Oh, <laughs> stop! You put together a nice party yesterday. Thanks, Boo. Oh, it's uh, it was it was fun. It was good. All right, it's about time to wrap this up. Try hard. Try hard podcast. Following up next is part of the Cock Block. Stay tuned. Check it out. And we'll see you guys next week. And send me your questions on Twitter or I'll make a journal on the Rooster site uh, for the vlog this week. Questions you want answered, I will go around and talk to the individuals at Rooster Teeth Productions. You're starting on Ask FM. Bye. Bye. I'm just trying to, yeah, have an easier vlog this week. <laughs>